0: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net Christopher Media, let's make some noise From Asmic Core Studios near Detroit,
1: Michigan It's Unregimented Gangsters what's some guys And now, here are your hosts Hey, it's the Triple Deuce 222, I'm Chris I'm Aaron I'm Rich
2: Boy, hey, uh, watershed week for uh, uh, for memos, huh? <laughs> yeah, I never thought we'd be so excited about the memo memos. is having its day. This is a this is a very tense week. I, I, we still don't know as of recording this. I mean, by the time this post, we'll probably have seen this memo already, right? I mean, Trump says that it's he's planning on releasing it on Friday. We record on Thursdays, so I don't know. It's kind of hard to talk about something that we don't even know what's in it for sure but from what i understand this is uh this is going to outline abuse of the FISA process which is that they have to go before a judge and present a case as to why they should listen in on the conversations of a u.s citizen in this case i believe the citizen and it would be carter page who was on the trump transition team or, or was on the campaign rather not the oh, oh. transition team.
0: Hold on, real quick. What is the? Yes. What is it saying that all the all the uh, uh, Freedom Act people or whatever, whatever it was called, uh, said? Well, if you have nothing to hide, what's it matter? Let them listen. Right. I mean, it, it, is, well, isn't it, isn't that the attitude of our government to us? So why shouldn't our attitude be the same to
2: them? Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah. I mean, this <laughs> this does put. One in a weird t- situation. I mean, certainly with a lot of reporters who reporting on this, I, they want to know the facts about anything, and, and they want to know information. So if there's a memo out there, they're not just going to say, well, we don't want to see it. The FBI's defense of this is that revealing this will be a danger to national security because this, what I would assume, I mean... They can't say exactly why because they don't want to say what's in it, right? They can't say what the repercussions of it would be, but we could imagine that if it hinders their process of obtaining these FISA warrants, then that would would hinder future investigations. That's where I'm with Rich. Like,
1: why don't you want it to come out?
2: Like, that's... Like, it's... I'm,
1: I'm I'm usually a proponent of more of what you do and not what you say. I mean, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of things with this situation well, here, that just are which aren't a good look for any of
2: these, of the people involved. Here's, here, here's some of the, the background on why this specific memo shouldn't be released. Because it, it's detailing uh, parts of a FISA warrant. And we know that this memo is four pages. We also know that an average—I uh, don't know what they would call this—a write-up on you know something you have to present to the judge to get the to get the warrant is. Th- these are usually forty to sixty-page documents, pouring over details of why they think it's it's reasonable that that they uh, basically spy on somebody because they think they're doing something criminal. To say to just take four pages out of what we would assume would normally be forty to sixty is. Point literally, cherry-picking, which is a form of lying. <clears throat> it's lying by omission. It's taking the salacious bits out that can tell a different story. And on top of that... Well, actually, there's two more reasons. After the memo was approved by the uh, Congressional Committee to be released, which then has to go to the president to get his approval, which he will grant because that is part of the plan... After approving this four-page memo, the memo was then altered, and so so supposedly because it
1: it was being altered, it was uh, redacting information. It wasn't like you know like. Hey, I'm not in this book. Let me put myself in it. You know, like King James did.
2: Um, yeah. who, who's to say we don't know? Well, I mean, we that's what the contents. Well, of that's what I read
1: today. Is, is supposedly the altering is just is redacting information. That's uh, how it's being altered.
2: Was, unless that was one of the senators in the room speaking on the record, then that is pure conjecture. Those are the only people that those in the FBI and now the president and probably those at the White because. There's a third reason because this White House came from the White—I mean, this memo came from the White House. Devin Nunez, who worked on the transition team, who now heads up the committee to investigate the Russia probe, is presenting this memo that he has has written up in conjunction with the White House. Now, he's claimed to not have any contact with the White House recently, but when asked directly if any of his staff have been working with the White House on this memo, he refused to answer. And if your idea is about transparency, well, then why did the Democratic memo, a response to this Republican memo, get voted down for release? That was too dangerous for national security, but the Republican memo isn't. And... Here's another one. Why just four pages? If you are if you want to know the whole story and you want to know the information and feel like they're hiding something there, let's get all 40 to 60 pages of this warrant out there. Let's uh, I put th- it all on the table. Every, the answer to everything you just said, I can answer in two words. No,
1: you can't. Yes, I can. Reasonable doubt. Re- that what is, does that mean? This is Trump trying to... To, to implant reasonable doubt about his boy uh, in charge of the investigation for Russia with the, with the people, with, with, with his
2: base. Well, well, okay, but I'm responding to why we shouldn't release the memo, not what are the motives behind the memo. I'm fully aware what the, mo- the motive behind this memo is, and that is to discredit the FBI. And that's plain. This is just the, the next step in a whole series of ways that the Republicans are fighting against. But well, I gotta, I gotta say, this week it didn't. It was not
1: a good look. That the the I know I know he had already resigned, but the guy who was in the the, the the head of the FBI who he uh, quit was it like three months early, four months yeah. early? That's yeah. that, that. Not a good look if you're if you're trying to show up your credibility by. By retiring early, by I mean, when something's that, when something's going to come out that's going to put the, the the thing that you're in charge of, it's going to put your credibility in question. You're just you're going to prematurely go. Uh, yeah, I know. I said three four months from now. We're just going to go now.
2: Well, yeah, this did happen amidst the the like, controversy over the memo, and when we were still at the point where we didn't know if if they were actually going to try and release this thing or not. Um, this. That also happened on the tail end of a lot of pressure from the White House and reportedly from Trump himself. But still, at that point, you you can't be or or pledge a loyalty oath, basically.
1: But at that point, if you're so against this guy anyways, and he knows you're going to leave, and you have an exit date, why not sit there and be a fucking fly in the ointment for the next three or four months? Why not sit there and just be a fucking Dick, try to stymie him at every chance that you can. I just, I just thought it was like the whole credibility of your organization is about to come into question, and you're going to go, "At,
0: eh, see you." Yeah, but but Chris, you're forgetting that a lot of the times in law enforcement, once to make rank and move up through the ranks, you have to play politics. And very rarely did you get where you're at if you're at the position of anywhere near. If you can even get the head of the FBI on the phone or have an office in the same building as him, you've played the political game.
2: you stick your neck out a whole lot.
0: Exactly. You owe favors. And when people call those markers in, a lot of the times it's you're going to fall on this sword exactly how we tell you to fall and you're going to keep your mouth shut because we got enough dirt on you. We don't care. We'll all go down. But you'll go down hardest. And if you want to keep that pension, you want to keep those government benefits, you wanna et cetera, et cetera. A lot of times you you have people just okay, fuck it. I'll fall on the sword. How you want me to fall on it?
1: Ten minutes in, we're already deep state deep state in it, huh?
0: That's not deep state shit. That's just reality, man. I I think this is one of those look at well, just look at any major city police department, when there's a shakeup. Between a new mayor coming in, an old mayor, his guy's got to go, but they can't get rid of him, and they have to do it a certain way because they have to keep the constituents happy, and then, you know, the city council's going to argue about this, and we don't want this person. Well, you can't have, case in point, like in Detroit, you can't have a, you have to have a black, you know, <clears throat> uh, commissioner for DPD. You know, you can't, you can't bring in a white guy because it's seen as, you, you get what I'm saying? It's politics, man. It's politics. That's not deep state shit. That's reality. And the fact that we sit here and we even joke about the shit is starting to piss me off because it gives people an excuse to go, crazy conspiracy shit, just ignore it, dismiss it out of hand. We don't need to look at it. I mean, look at the look at the facts of the situation. They have a memo that's how many pages, Aaron? You said 55?
2: Four, four, oh, uh, they, well, a warrant, an average warrant is 40 to 60. The memo that details items from the warrant is four pages. Okay.
0: Look at... The difference between 1964, when a Warren Commission released 26 volumes of books detailing its investigation, mm-hmm. versus the redacted, blacked-out page here, page there, page here, page there bullshit we get now. Our government used to at least du- give us an information dump, and if you could mm-hmm. dig through it and 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 play tic tac toe with the fucking facts, you could right. get somewhere close to the truth. Now they well, just they just no, you don't need to know this. It's too much for you.
2: <laughs> Trust me, I, I know I'm
0: daddy. It's too, good. It's, it's too much for you.
2: Those thousands of documents from the Warren Commission that you mentioned, I know that looks like transparency, but if you think about it in the time, that was really just obfuscation. I mean, No, that's what I'm getting at. It, that's you what they couldn't used be, to you do. Couldn't, you couldn't post... Now, if you just release a whole document, You somebody posts it online, you do Control-F, and you find all the juicy bits... And it's out there immediately. TLDR. With this, you're looking through, this is a tactic that lawyers use. Like, I think they did this on, uh, um, Better Call Saul. Like, you want, you want the files? Here you fucking go. Here's all the hard copies of the files in bankers' boxes. Now you hire five assistants to go through all this shit. And this is why some cases take years to unravel. But uh, as far as, the retirement of uh, of Andrew McCabe, the early retirement. I mean, this is one of those things that you can just spin either way to, depending on what your bias is. If your bias is that the FBI is corrupt, then you're going, well, here's proof. Look, this memo's coming out and now Andrew McCabe is stepping down. Like, this just proves that the FBI is corrupt like the Republicans are saying that they are. If you believe that the FBI is a noble in, uh uh, uh entity that the people in it are are doing good work in investigating a corrupt president then you see this as somebody who's just had enough that sometimes retiring isn't quitting it's a message on its own of I can no longer work under these these conditions that the the current administration the White House is looking to tear apart the FBI in order to save its own skin and it's not, if it was a situation where this investigation would dissolve with Aunt Andrew McCabe stepping down, that might be a different situation. But he's doing it knowing full well that it's not going to stop the investigation. What could actually hinder, directly hinder the investigation is if, uh, Oh, shit, what's his name? The assistant... Uh, the, the Rod Rosenstein, that was put in place after uh, the Keebler elf recused himself. It's it's rumored that, or assumed, that there's information to discredit Rod Rosenstein, which would then give Trump an excuse to fire him and then put in somebody who could then say, no. You know, it, maybe maybe we don't stop the Russia investigation entirely, but they could say things like, Trump's personal finances are off the table. You cannot look into that. They can drastically narrow the scope of this investigation. So I don't know. I mean, it's been a lot of drama because everybody's siding up. You know, there's, there's no middle ground on, on here. You're either Team FBI or you're Team Trump, which is kind of weird because the FBI is a very... At least right now, and, and certainly traditionally, it's a very conservative organization. It's not where the left wing nut jobs go.
1: Apparently, it is now, if you believe uh, our president.
2: Well, you know, they probably also caused that train crash. Yeah. Deep state. Yeah. There's your deep state for you. I know, right?
0: <laughs> so, is that, the new, is, that, is that the new boogeyman? Is that the new hotness? with the people that are, are too lazy to think cuz it used to be communism yeah. now oh, then yeah. it was terrorism you had a little bit of war you had a little bit of the uh, uh, oh my god the negroes are going to go crazy with this crack cocaine shit <laughs> thrown in there for good measure and you know now it's you know oh the, the deep state's out to get everybody okay well then you Wait. know what fine well, are you okay. telling are you, but let's 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 just stop in for for just a few minutes let's just be rational and logical here people in power Conspire with each other to stay in power. Prid quote uh, you know the word I'm trying to quit, say. Prid pro quo. <laughs> Thank you. Too much cold medication. Okay, that may not fly in the bo- in, in in between a boss and an employee in a in a job, but that is how our government works. Yes. Do scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. by By the def by the definition, the according to Webster definition of the word conspiracy. Our entire, gov- our entire government works on a conspiracy. It is
2: right. It conspires against its own citizens. It is, it's, a, it's a group <laughs> of
0: two or more people who sit down to talk about Agreed. doing something that's going to affect somebody not there in that group. That's a conspiracy. So I mean, this is th- this is where I get tired of this shit because it's just like it's we make jokes about it, and I mean I'm not above joking about it, but I mean it's it's become fake news now, and now people. Who are too dumb to you think for themselves, news. which is quite a lot when you get them all together under whatever banner, whether it be Breitbart or you know Fox News or MSNBC, they just
2: cling to it
3: mm-hmm.
2: well and, you know I, you also have to ask the question too if you're going to believe that the FBI has something to hide here, you have to ask the question is is it ever appropriate for the FBI to hide the way it does? its investigations to its own citizenry is it in the fbi's and the and the american citizens best interest for them to operate in the shadows the way they traditionally do or do you believe that there should be utter transparency and that that people should know exactly what the fbi is doing at any given time they should be able to file a Freedom of Information Act and get all the information on all anything they're investigating any tactics, any people that, that work for the FBI I mean if you believe in utter transparency then I'll give you that, that, yeah okay they should release this memo if you believe that the FBI works best and works best for the American interests when they are able to operate in secret then to say that they have something to hide by pointing at this memo that they don't want released is is a ridiculous kind of a ridiculous accusation because you could just pick any number of things that you they do or don't do and say we're going to talk about that well you can't talk about that oh what do you have to hide well, you as could far use as that it- with with any tactics that they use as far as I know, I think
0: this might be a state by state basis. I know that Michigan has a Freedom of Information Act, and when it comes to investigations and prosecution, until the case is either closed, right, or has come to a conclusion, you can't you can't demand to see what anybody has.
2: Right, and, and when and, we're talking and, about and, FBI investigations, though, so it's top secret information.
0: Exactly, it's on a federal level and we all know the feds operate above the state level. So they they're just going to do what they're going to do. I mean, I don't look, I to me, yeah, you want you know, I, you want transparency to a point, but you don't want it to the point where you're trying to conduct mm-hmm. an investigation and you're having to answer every little fucking question, every little theory that someone has about the investigation to the point where you blow the investigation because you're basically by an okay case showing all your cards, I, yes, it's just like when we yeah. when the first Iraq war,
2: you you're know, I'm I, I just poker about table. to bring
0: that up, Rich. You're not a you know, that's that's how come when we went to Iraq the second time, it was like, or, or we didn't go into Iraq the first time, but you get my drift. The second Iraq war, they were like, mm, We'll embed reporters with you, they can stay for four to six weeks, they can leave, go back to the, to, to the world, report what they saw. But there's not going to be on-the-site reporting. I mean, if you remember in the early 90s with the first invasion, you know, with the first Iraq war, you had reporters drawing in the sand maps and saying, this is where the U.S. troops are, this is where the enemy is, this is where we're going. <laughs>
1: fucking in real, <laughs> also, in real time. I also in real time. remember them at press conferences asking Schwarzkopf uh, for, like, specifics on when they were going to be attacking and where. And he's like, no, I cannot tell you this.
3: Yeah, this like,
1: is, like... Yeah. Can you give us the specifics? No, I fucking
2: cannot. Well, Next question. I mean, if uh, is it possible that there could be corruption in an organization like the FBI? Absolutely, that is in the realm of possibility. What oh, you have I'd, to I'd, ask. What it, you have it, to decadent. ask is. Well, well, certainly it it has to happen at some point. I mean, but what you have to ask is what happened up to this memo that would make one think that the FBI is corrupt. If you have other things, if you have a whole laundry list of things and the fact that they don't want this memo out, okay, maybe you have a case. Maybe there's something worth looking into there. If you're simply using the fact that the FBI wants to operate in secret as a, as a reason for them being corrupt then that's a ridiculous argument then they should
0: then if, if you if you work for the FBI and you want to operate in secret you fucked up you should have put your resume with the CIA <laughs> right. I, I don't i don't know what else to tell you i mean cuz look so it, it, we have right. a bar that is set for being able we had let me put it that way a bar that was set for being able to invade someone's privacy to tap phones etc cetera, etc cetera. you had to prove that you've done everything possible plus you have you have reasonable probable cause to investigate this person in the first place the patriot act removed that patriot act just removed the bar and said mm-hmm. we think that's good enough well guess what that has to be a sword that cuts both ways because who watches the watchman at a certain point i mean even in vegas you got the guy at the table you got the pit boss, you got you got the, oh, you got the <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> And unfortunately, he dies, and his book gets delivered to where? Right. A conspiracy theorist newspaper, the Alex right. Jones of the DC universe in the eighties. But, but, um, but no, I mean, you know, it, it, just like in Vegas, you have people that you have people at the tables, you have people watching the people at the tables, you have the pit boss watching the people who are watching the people at the tables, and you got the eye in the sky right. watching everybody.
2: It's Not a system based on trust; it's one based on proof. Yes,
0: and. It, we have to have that. And if that means, I mean, what is, what is? What, it, I know it gets attributed to, and I'm going to mangle the quote, and it gets attributed to Shakespeare, but I don't think it was Shakespeare. You know, let the truth come to light, or let the heaven, even if the heavens fall, I don't give a fuck. Blow this government up, and if, and if these things expose them, so fucking be it. Good. Now we know what we're dealing with. Because I'm going to tell you what, if, if this government gets exposed for half the shit that people just think they're doing, and we still are voting in the same people constantly, then you know what? Then I'm with Chris at this point. Fuck it. We, we're getting what we deserve. We're getting right. the government we deserve. Well, because at this point, shit's being hidden, and re- there's so much redacted information, and, and it's, it's always... It's always like a parent explaining to a two and a half year old who is incapable of reasoning why no you can't eat all the Oreos at once. You can try to reason all you want, but eventually they just come back to because I said so. Because it's not good for you, and I know better than you. Fuck you! I don't trust the government to know better than me. I may trust certain people, but as a whole, the government can't even take care of itself, let alone take care of us. So why should it? Why should they be above? the same standards were held to just because i have a
2: badge speaking of holding holding to a standard people aren't even holding the president to the same standard that they would like to hold the fbi to say what does the fbi have to hide in this memo okay well let's find out and let's off let's find out what trump has to hide too because his lawyer said this week that uh well, I forget what the exact quote is, but that basically Mueller's investigation hasn't reached the standard to warrant a one-on-one conversation with the president. That he hasn't shown any proof uh, enough that, that says that. I, I, I don't I didn't even know how to end that. I mean, it, it seems like the president works for us. If if we want him to be interviewed, we should it, it should just be a given that he has to but uh, who knows
0: well no you know that's that's something that i think we've lost focus on mm-hmm. i we've never had it in my lifetime these are our servants these are it's not the other way right, around
2: right 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 we got into a brief conversation when i was together for my da- with my immediate family uh at, for my dad's birthday recently and right before i had to split politics came up <laughs> and there's a lot you know but dad's a lifelong republican and he, you know i haven't talked to him directly about this but he was like he wasn't nobody there was toeing the line for trump like my dad seems suspicious he's like well we'll see how this all plays out if he's dirty then he's got to go um but there's a lot of talk about you know cause not wanting to necessarily slag Trump because he is the president, whereas you may not respect the person, but you have to respect the office. And I said, no, that's kind of the attitude that got us into this situation in the first place, that the office and the person are above the law are something greater than the average man and not a position of civil service. We hold the president to such esteem that we want to make him... I mean, uh, certainly lately in popular culture, just look at the people that we prop up as strong, independent men. That, uh, you know, it's the it's the cop who is constantly being yelled at by his chief for going off book. You know, it's the the spy who has to, to break the law to, like, save the, the country in some way. It's always the, the person who is pushing against the system and that's i think it's how a lot of people look at trump like hey look he's breaking the law but like you have to it's all fucked up and he's he's just breaking down the system you know and that's what gets us into the situation where we think that the president is above the law that we think that he's actually better than us and this whole system was based around no look we have to have a leader we have to have somebody to represent the country and to give it some direction, but that doesn't make that person, you know, appointed by God. That doesn't make that person in power until they die and then hand it down to their son. Well, I,
0: I, I, I while I agree with you, unfortunately, there's a good portion of this country who, who tend to think that any... Any leader they support is appointed by God, and any leader they don't support is appointed by the the opposite of God. You know, mm-hmm. the guy running around with with the horns and hooves for feet and the pitchfork. You know, and I, I, I the, you know, listening to Todd's first podcast back, I, you know, I have to agree with him on this. There's there's a certain point with certain groups of people who are immovable, and they're and inflexible, have no flex to them whatsoever, and they're their mindset, their way they think, where you just have yeah. to go, look, you're a lost cause. I can't do anything with you. It's like, it, to me, it's real simple. It's like an alcoholic a or a drug person. addict. Well, it's like an alcoholic or a drug addict who goes, boy, I want to get clean. Well, then why don't you go to a detox center, minimize your withdrawal symptoms, get the physical addiction out of your body, and then work on the mental addiction? Yeah, that's too much work. I'm going to go get drunker and or high and then bitch about how i want to be clean. I can't help you. And at a certain point if i'm still holding on to your hand, you're dragging me into the fucking mud with you. And i the problem is we have to live with these people. They are they they have as much of a voice as we do in theory when they go to that that voting booth. You know, i mean that we're, we're not gonna able, oh. it, we're not going to be able we're not going to we're not going to split the country up into Atheists over here, Catholics over here, agnostics over here, Jews over here. We're not going to do that. It's just not going to happen, and we're not going to do it as far as political ideologues either. I mean, it, 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 we, we kind of do it to ourselves, honestly. If you look at a map of this country, it's the, where where is most of the blue at? Densely populated areas. The more sparsely populated, the more likely it's going to go red, and that's not by that's not by accident, folks. I mean, if you if you're not from the Metro Detroit area. The metro Detroit area that I was born into 40 years ago is nothing like the one it is now. What is considered part of the suburbs now was the boonies when I was a kid. Yep. You know, and that's not by accident. That's people going, I don't want to live near these people, whoever well, these, those people may be. It's not it, just a racial thing either.
2: To, I mean, to, your analogy of the attitude is kind of apt because. I've been through this personally. I've had, you know, at a certain point, if you're close to somebody who's harming themselves in some way, you have to give them ultimatums. And sometimes that means cutting them out of your life because everything else that you've done has had no consequence whatsoever and they just have to find these consequences on their own sometimes. And, you know, you would like to think that... Eventually the average voter voting against their own interests would wake up someday when they realize that more of their rights are being taken away from them or more of the things that they enjoyed about, you know, maybe their their health care or or whatever it is they have what have you that the government may do for them. Suddenly those services are no longer there that they would then wake up out of that. But I think we forget the human 's perfect ability to adapt to a situation you know, uh, well, I've, like, you know I've, I've, when you talk about, you talk about inner cities i mean it 's kind kind of a perfect example right there, mostly liberal run and people continue to vote for liberals, believing that they 're voting in their own best interests i mean i 'm not saying that Republicans are offering a better plan for what to do about the things that may affect somebody in a place like that crime drug use opportunities transportation you know but i don't know that your current democrats in office are necessarily looking out for you in that respect but people just adapt you know they they learn to to kind of move on well
0: and i agree that and i've said this for a while now when people go Especially people that are are my friends or family who are, you know, lean to the right heavily. I don't understand why people still vote Democrat. You know, if you've been a Democrat all your life and your mother and your grandmother and and your grandparents were Democrats and they've been telling you life's going to get better. And here you are three generations down the line still on government assistance. We're still waiting for that job training, still waiting for them to throw the ladder down to you so you can climb up out of poverty you know this this golden ladder that the democrats are always promising why do these people keep voting for them because they've given up fucking hope of climbing out of the sewer dude and the democrats right. are throwing them at least a little bit from a little bit more than crumbs from the fucking table that mm-hmm. they're eating at right next to the republicans you offer them nothing and you wonder why they don't vote for you the only thing republicans have as far as Leverage with minority voters going forward from this point, from right when I'm talking on, for the foreseeable future in this country, is religion. It's pretty much it. Huh. To, a, to a very smaller extent, huh. in, in places like Florida, where you have people who came from Cuba as refugees who hate, hate, excuse me, hated Castro, they're never going to vote any to the left for the most part. But those are the hardcore ones who came here They're now grandparents. Their grandkids are completely Americanized, right? These are not – but still, it's religion. I mean, that's it. That's all they offer. And it's short-sighted. It's just as short-sighted as saying we'll just keep giving you scraps from the table instead of crumbs and you keep voting for us. Eventually, people are going to get tired of fucking eating scraps and crumbs and being fed religion and told, don't worry how shitty this life is the
1: next one will be better. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not in the next one. Yeah, I'm in mean, this one,
2: dipshit. There's, make there's this one better. That, talk about conspiracy theories, like the the deep state. Whether you believe the shit or not or follow any of it, it does tell you quite a lot, actually. It, it tells you what a group of people's concerns are. Like a liberal conspiracy theory, a traditional one would be about, you know, government accruing power and people controlling money and and stuff like that. Whereas this current... The deep state isn't about... uh, Isn't so much about controlling the power or the money. It's about telling the populace what to do and making them live in a country that might not look like the the way they want it to. You know, telling them that they have to accept certain changes in the world and they have to accept that you know, that america is multicultural and will continue to be so and yeah i don't know i mean they all, i think they also these the conspiracy theories that catch on help drive the narrative for the politicians too because what do the democrat the uh, D- democrats the, D- the I should call them the democants huh? um they always get up there and they're talking about big government this Big government, that, and these big corporations, and because whether any of these conspiracy theories that the left uh, might believe in or not are true, it tells you what the people's real concerns are. Well, so I don't know. I don't you, know. What my you, point was there, except for you know that that yeah. That, well, that,
0: let me just say, let me just ask a question to the naked uh, average edge to the naked eye of the average, averagely educated American. They see. They have no idea the inner workings of business, finance, corporate takeovers. Nothing. They just mm-hmm. see. Let's just just to pick on a, a, an easy target, low hanging fruit. They see Disney buying up everything, and it's not necessarily even everything that we should worry about Disney buying up. It's just wait a minute, Disney's going to buy Fox Studios. Well, Fox Studios always used to be its own movie studio, and Disney's going to buy up Marvel? Well, wait a minute. Marvel was always its own thing, and blah, 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 And they see all this, and they go, they start to get paranoid. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you get a little bit paranoid if there was, I don't know, let's say a Walmart talking about it wants to move into your neighborhood, and every house is being sold to a company that Walmart owns, and your house is four doors down from it now three doors down from it now two doors down from it and you're like well wait a minute to the naked eye that looks like oh shit i'm next that paranoia kicks in that's where the conspiracy theories come from and i think a lot of them come from people want to it's our nature to look at things and try to find a pattern in them i'm very guilty of that and i have to check myself constantly on it That's why I say all the time when I start talking about this shit, let's go to fantasy land, because maybe I'm connecting dots that shouldn't be connected. But, I mean, can you blame us? And on top of that, we know that our government isn't above lying to us, and we damn well know corporations don't act in our best interest. So give me a reason not to fucking question the authenticity of your statements, your well-crafted statements that have been revised and rewrote. At least a dozen times before you present it to us. I, I mean, it, it, there's a certain point where being to not question anything is just as bad as questioning everything and doubting everything. Because it's just it, it closes you. two extremes. They both end up in the same spot. Your mind's closed off. I don't give a fuck what goes on in the government. Do I, Can I turn on my football every Sunday? Right. Do I got? Do I got? Do I got March Madness? Do I got baseball in the summer? That's all the fuck I need. You, to, you know, no, I don't watch football because it's a conspiracy from, you know, blah, 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 blah. And this is, this is a, it's modern day slavery. And I mean, it's, 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 once again, it,
2: that's, that's, um, i sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that's what drives me nuts about this Russia investigation. Like there's very, in the, in the ways that Trump and the White House have, have, gone out of the way to obstruct this investigation are so obvious but the fact that okay so this this memo was written up by Devin Nunez who was on the Trump transition team this is like if you were being tried for a crime and you put your mother on the stand as a character witness right somebody who has a vested interest in in the, the the uh in the person in the in the uh the person accused and then in the investigation. But because it's not Trump's son, because it's not somebody who is currently in the White House, there's, a, there's just enough separation that is completely obvious to anybody, I think, who's paying attention, what's really going on here. But because, you know, you can just brush it off as, well, you know, like, who could pay attention to all this shit anyways? You know, that, that it's just thrown out there as like, well, it, it, there must be something to this. Look, there, I mean, look. this memo didn't come from nowhere no, it, it, it didn't come directly from Trump But you can so easily connect the dots of where it came from If you just care to pay attention
1: This guy has been succeeding in the business world for like 40 years I'm telling you, he's good at doing shady shit and not getting caught This is all going to lead to inconclusive No, he's,
2: he's good at doing shady shit and not having to answer for it
1: yeah, but covering his basis. tracks,
2: covering his tracks, good enough he has, to wear. Yeah, to
1: wear. Let me finish. Good enough to wear. We're back to the phrase "reasonable doubt." Good enough to wear the folk to where he can shift the focus off of him and onto something else. Like if he, if he has yes. proven anything to us, he is a master of fucking that.
2: Well, I think that. But this investigation, he's like the world's
1: greatest hockey goalie, only. It's metaphorically. Not
2: about what the investigation is going to prove. It's about what people are going to believe.
1: He doesn't, it's all about, dude, and maybe I watch too many fucking, you know, lawyer shows with my girlfriend, but he's, he's doing, and, and all of this, this is lawyers. These are most of these, except Trump, most of these guys are all, you know, lawyers doing lawyer things, creating reasonable. They don't give a fuck. It could have went down. It probably did go down. They just want to plant the seed in everybody's mind of a reasonable doubt of eh maybe this this it, it it's like how OJ got off it's the Mark Furman tape you, you know what I'm saying hey he used the word nigger once so eh maybe I mean, that's all this stuff is it's it's, yeah,
2: it's it's character assassination it's
1: gonna lead to inconclusive well also that's, when you're all in this business, is going
0: when you're in business. You just need to cover your tracks to get out of the business venture you're in with a little bit of profit, and it doesn't matter what you leave behind in your wake. When you when it comes to politics, I think where Trump is is misjudging, making a, a, a misjudgment here in the di- difference between the, the business world and the political world, in the business world, ultimately, as long as you put money in the right pockets through your moves, people will look Nobody the cares. way on a lot of shit, yep. they'll look the way on a lot of shit, in politics, you have one whole party whose job it is to tear you down and all the resources that come with that. And it doesn't matter how much money he puts in the pockets of the people that, are, that, that he surrounds himself with. I mean, we saw that locally here 10 years ago with Kwame Kilpatrick. He took care of his, of his little inner circle. His crew was—I mean, he had—he had buddies from high school working fucking security for him, driving around making more money than fucking city council members and shit.
1: We're seeing it right now, and uh, locally in the city of Warren. As long as everything runs good, everything looks good. Nobody gives a fuck. The guy, problem is guy was on tape using like talking, matching about uh, minorities, women. It was him. He even. Even went so yeah,
0: I can't remember his name, but he even went so far as to, to, to slag on uh uh uh, uh w- mentally handicapped people.
3: Yes. Like saying oh, they yeah. need to be in
0: cages and shit. Like not he didn't just say, oh, Yeah, you know, retarded yeah. people. You that know, was insane do something like Nazi shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was not just insensitive to you know, if someone says, Look, if I call someone retarded, most likely, they are not, by definition, mentally handicapped. What I'm saying is, you're a fucking idiot, all right? I would never walk up to someone with Down syndrome and be like, hey, retard, how's it going today? Dude, like, if, if okay. Donald
1: Trump would have said this stuff before, I, well, I, who knows? But I'm saying, I know, who, who, who right? Knows. <laughs> but, I mean, if this, if, 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 like, seriously, th- th- this would have been like, yeah, he is done. You can't, you cannot say any of these things. And because Warren runs good and is a bunch of surplus and everybody, nope, just went away.
2: I can I can h- only half agree with your assessment of the investigation, but I guess it doesn't really make a difference in the end anyway. Because I think the investigation is going to be conclusive. Whether that's what I'm saying, the, the, the this rea- is all leading the to inconclusive. Of whether there is the investigation will, will have conclusive results. Whether it actually touches the Trump administration in any way depends more on the current state of the economy than it does the results of this investigation it depends more on gas prices and so unemployment comes, numbers and so really just come all come back to hey you making money doesn't then doesn't matter well that's i mean he was crowing all about this i didn't watch any of the state of the union address i mean apparently i'm the only one who didn't because this was the most watched. I, uh, <laughs> I saw that on like, the union address. We didn't learn this lesson a year union ago. Ever,
1: we didn't learn this lesson. Donnie, we can see things. We can track <laughs> stuff like this. Yes, you can't just say it and it happens. We can see.
0: <laughs> well, there was a, there was right. a video from a, <laughs> but, and I checked the, I checked the but, source on it and it seems to be a, a as close to nonpartisan group. It's a fact check group, uh-huh. and I mean it was like basically he averaged a lie every four and a half minutes not, <laughs> not a half truth not a lie of omission just a flat out bullshit bold-faced i'm gonna lie and uh, the fact that he could do that and you have these democrats sitting in the audience with their faces, their playing, sour pusses on like that was they, r- ridiculous to me Playing Candy Crush with their with what? their, with their How arms could you crossed. Not have?
2: I would if I was a Democrat in office. I would be there with the sour puss too. This guy, okay, but he's blatantly lying.
0: Here's my point. What I'm getting at is that none of them have the balls to do what. Who was the fucking senator who called out Obama? Called you lie him a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. Like the middle of the State of the Union address. He didn't call him a fight. He just said you lie. <laughs> well, he called him out. I mean, that's yes, basically he did, yes. calling him out. Yes. Yes. That's that's, that's, the, that's the polite political equivalent of going to the street and calling out the guy who runs your neighborhood's drug dealership a bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what that is. And he did it on national TV. And the Democrats got, oh, that's horrible. How dare he? Well, you know what? Maybe if you didn't just sit there like someone just stuck a fist up your asshole and finger-fucking your phone and yelled out, that's bullshit or that's a lie or whatever, and then had the... Hundreds and thousands of people that work for you, watching him in real time, get a rebuttal to his statement. Air it because they do. They you get the 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 minority party gets a chance to get up there and say their piece. That's why we know who Bobby Jindal was. All right, mm-hmm. why they didn't do okay. that and come out swinging? Just shows me that the Democrats are still playing t ball. This motherfucker's up there playing pro baseball. They think he's he's going to throw them a fucking batting practice fastball right down the center of the plate in their wheelhouse. He's not. Okay, the biggest lie that has been put in a Democrat's head to run with, as far as this president, is that he is the dumbest president since W. No, he's not. He may have no fucking common sense he wouldn't last 5 minutes in a fucking street on the street but he's not dumb. Dumb is what they want him to be. They're projecting onto him, "Oh, well, he's stupid." No, he's just he is a businessman who understands the bottom line is the most important thing. And he shoots mm-hmm. from the hip and there's a lot of people that like that. There's a lot there's a reason people will perfect example, myself. I'll say some shit that will have people fucking going Oh my God! I can't believe you said that and laughing at the same time. but the difference is I'm not president of the United fucking States <laughs> right well the whole the, the, the whole the political you know international policies don't depend on whether I fucking sugarcoat something he is that's the problem. he's dumb in that aspect, but he's not dumb dumb he's not he's not w he doesn't need Cheney to run the country for him he's he's willing to go. Because let's be honest, do you really think Bush was running anything when he was in office? He was a figurehead, all right. He was a figurehead for the neocons who took over the party, and they put him out there and they said, "Say your god shit," because that plays to the fucking cornfield folk. And boom! Hell, you can a, make up words, and he did, and he did. And it's and and his supporters. What did they do? Oh, it's it's kind of endearing. He's it's one strategic. of us. Trump's one of you, you but a millionaire. What more could these people
2: want? Trump lies about... He makes a lot of... uh, Not all of the the lies in his State of the Union address were just complete lies. Most of them were exaggerations. But even when he directly lies about provable things like crowd size and attendance and whatnot, people... It's not even that they're forgiving of the lie; they just completely pass over it. Like, oh, look at this! Liberals are so triggered. Look at, like, he claims that he has the most watched <coughs> State of the Union address ever. So the story goes out that shows that, in fact, that he had one of the least watched. And all the Trump supporters go, "Oh, look at this!" They're all concerned about about how many people watched the the. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I'm killing my voice, doing my Trump voter voice. I don't even know what that voice is. <laughs> and, Steve State, right, getting to you. You know, oh, the liberals are all triggered about what Trump says about, about uh, how many people watch the State of the Union. This, oh, look at these snowflakes. It's, just, it doesn't it's help ridiculous. When,
0: it, it doesn't help when CNN has an article titled, From Today, Donald Trump Lied About His State of the Union Ratings. Why? Now, let me say, the why, why? Does is Does anybody w- not know? But hold on a like, sec. This is, this is CNN politics. This is from their website, CNN.com. The Y is spelled this way. W H Y Y Y Y Y Y Y Y. question
1: mark.
2: <laughs> <It's> why?
1: <laughs> no, no. To, uh, trust me. I get what you're really? saying, Rich, because Time Magazine, whoever runs their social, whoever runs their app, whoever makes their headlines is fucking you need to go to journalism school you need to take journalism 101 like hyperbole starting to show up in headlines fucking emojis no i get i get it it's we're back to a a institution whose credibility has been under attack uh recently and they haven't been you know a lot of things things like that aren't aren't helping well Look, save
0: those type of headlines for the the you know the Buzzfeed, Jezebel, oh, even Young Turks type type of, of even of USA media.
1: Today too. I'm try to find some hyperbolic ones while you talk. But hyperbolic, I mean, you know, sir.
0: save that save that for them. Act like you've been to God damn it, act like you fucking went to journalism. Like you got a degree in journalism. Where the fuck is just? Can we get someone with half of the of the of the integrity and common sense of an edward r murrow these days no can we <laughs> no nope. or is, is is it is it too far gone
1: are we just too far uh, gone we wouldn't even listen to him dude you know that ship has sailed in uh, one word for you guys it's two weeks ago <laughs> shithole which but but by, by the way <laughs> yeah. adam carolla made a great point a couple days ago uh aaron did you hear that story about uh dj in uh, boston calling tom brady's daughter a pissant Mm, yeah, but yeah, it was going around, and people are censoring pissant, and he's and Crow's like, aren't we two weeks out of like everyone saying shithole 128 times for three days? On top t- of that, we're censoring pissant. You
0: had a story that just aired about some kid that went to school with a marine t with a t shirt said Marines, and his teacher gave this big long speech about how the military you know is full of idiots and people that couldn't cut it in the real world and et cetera, et cetera. And you know, they're not they're not great, wonderful, elite thinkers like his high school teaching ass is. And uh Ashley Banfield got on there and gave a rebuttal to it, and she's using the word shit in her rebuttal. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So did we enter the South Park episode where shit has become acceptable to say on TV now? Like, is, is it just now part, of it? it's just because of shithole? I mean, I they can't make up their mind. They don't, okay, we're going to, oh, piss pissant, can't say that. But we can get up there and say shit. And in part of the teacher's speech, he said bullshit, I think three or four separate times. And they didn't bleep that. They bleeped out other cuss words. But I'm, and I'm just like, I, the, the media, the media, I, man... We get the media we fucking deserve at this point. Anytime I any anytime I start hearing Trump talk about the media and I go look it up, I just I hear the Three Stooges theme start going in my head, man. <laughs> it's just it's nonsense anymore. I don't even know where to go for for hard hitting facts outside of Reuters and the AP. And most people don't even. Jesus Christ! I, I got them both on my feed. Do you know how many responses their stories get on average? Like 20, 25 from what I can see. Yeah. Let fucking uh, someone from Breitbart, you know, uh, uh, you know, any of the other ex- more politically extreme places post something. Hundreds, if not thousands of responses. And that tells you everything you need to know. Dude, we do Most a podcast. Most people don't want media. Well.
1: Right. I mean, Reuters We do a podcast regularly, AP. Rich, with somebody who doesn't want facts getting in the way of
2: shit he's trying to tell us. <laughs> Re- Reuters and AP are. Those are organizations that are read by people who read news stories. Whereas a lot of right-bart and uh, well, I don't know what the, the comparable left wing organization would be. Let's just say MSNBC. A lot of this is for people who read and retweet headlines doesn't yeah. it doesn't even matter what the body of the uh, of the story is it's all broken down into fucking each sentence is its own paragraph, so it's like an easy reader book, and it's not spell checked. And who gives a fuck, anyways? Because it says it says everything you need to know in the headline. Trump is an idiot, or he lied about something. Let me just retweet that.
0: Well, you know, I remember when we were in specs. What was <sighs> Chris? Please remind me if I'm if I'm incorrect here. I think when we were in specs, and Dick Kernan was talking to us about the level, the reading level that most news is written at in 1999 was somewhere around fifth or sixth grade yeah fifth grade it's even lower now oh yeah and by the way dick kernan who uh you know if even if you didn't like him as a teacher uh the motherfucker's uh resume and the fact that he has balls big enough to come in a dump truck because he didn't he'd reached a point in his life he didn't give a shit he was going to tell you the truth whether you want to hear it or not pointed out that when he was growing up it was at least high school level. The news was written at, and he's like, "It's only, it's only going to get worse exponentially from here on out." The more the internet grows, the more you're going to see the rise of amateur journalism, and with amateur journalism comes amateur tactics to journalism. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I, to be, even as even as dire of, of a prediction as he made, I don't think he predicted it being as bad as this, as early as this. I mean, he he was telling us about the end of terrestrial radio, about the end of newspapers, about the end of traditional news media in 99, and he was talking like, you know, maybe in your lifetimes you'll see it. Well, if we all live to be the average American age for, for the average American male, we've already seen it. How much worse is it going to be before we fucking cash in a ticket?
1: We're going to see the death of the newspaper. We will see it before
2: we stop sucking oxygen. Oh, I, f- how you, I firmly How do you me mean? That. I mean, the, the death of death print? print? I mean, that's yes, the death of a newspaper. Yeah. But that that doesn't mean that we. are I mean, that doesn't do anything to the information. No, I'm saying we'll just, see the death of a physical newspaper that you can pick up. Yeah, but what does that mean? That means nothing. The, the problem
0: I see with that, though, and I get where you're coming from, Aaron, is it takes it out of, the out of the hands course. of the common
2: man. No, it doesn't. No, wait, oh. it doesn't change. It, the Wall Street Journal prints less papers and get some more clicks online it's just, it's they have to figure out how to monetize it differently they sit, it it doesn't change who's actually making the news
1: but not everybody so Rob- can afford a computer or a device no i'm just playing devil's <laughs> advocate here
2: do you know what i'm okay, saying okay like- okay chris
0: has passed over into contrarian chris territory <laughs> yes is water wet you can't be wet unless you're in water, so technically water isn't wet, and it's like, oh, oh, oh I'm not high
1: enough for this conversation right now. The water's <laughs> not wet. You are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, exactly. But I'm but I'm, but I I am, am also parroting the climate that's out there. Well, not everybody is privileged enough to be able to afford that. Okay, well, well okay, did, but didn't Obama take the problem isn't Obama the institution.
2: Phones? The problem is the people consuming it, you know, this... This downgrading of the quality of information that we're getting is happening alongside escalating average IQs for the human race, right? We are getting smarter. What we are also doing is getting much lazier. So we're not using that brain power to have critical thinking when we read the news. We're not having curious minds when we read the news we just want to read about tragedies and things that confirm our own biases already that's just laziness
0: it's laziness so, to, it's laziness in that aspect it's just it's just like we all have these friends you have friends that won't spend three hours online looking for a job but will spend all day looking for a bag of weed
2: right yeah
1: they're, they're not mean, lazy or all they're day playing a- fucking world of warcraft or what, they're, they're already on the gonna-
0: computer You get what I'm saying. They will put the energy into something. And what's the
2: excuse, though? It's about what? Oh, I don't have time for that, really. Like, we're not fucking farmers, bitch. (laughs) Like, everybody's got time. I don't care how many hours you fucking work. You've got some time where you're doing something that is less important than what you claim to, you know. I would really love to work out, but who has the time for that? No, you don't have the will. Yeah. to make that a priority. You uh, have exactly. the time.
1: Uh, I have a friend who has no wife, no kids, a nine-to-five job, and always is talking about, man, I'm so busy. With what?
2: No, you're not.
1: Yeah. With what? I managed to have a job, a girlfriend, I mean, do like four podcasts a week, keep the infrastructure of the podcast network
2: running. I think we're, we're, all, we're all guilty of saying, I don't have time for something, but what we're really saying is that is not a top priority for me to make the time well there's also
0: a lot of other once again this is an issue that there's a lot of layers to and moving parts to that it's easy just to look at one thing and go this is it they don't want to put the time into looking for a job they want to put the time into looking for a bag of weed there's also the fact that you have people who for whatever reason and i'm guilty of it I'm very guilty of it, especially when it comes to the job situation. I hate looking for a job. I absolutely hate it. It, it, it is. It, it is. It is just. It is the most soul crushing, pride swallowing thing that I've ever ran into. Besides walking into a meat market of a bar, cold, and yeah. trying to get laid that night. Not trying to meet someone who I have a connection with. Just trying to get my dick wet. And you got to play the numbers. And I'm not good at playing the numbers because I don't look at. I don't catch that broad of a net. When I look for a job, I'm looking for something specific. And the problem is is that I've ran into, yeah, if I can get to the interview point, maybe I can talk my way in. Yeah. But I don't have the pieces of paper to get to the interview point and a lot, that a lot of these people that I'm competing with do. And so what happens is I end up taking lesser jobs and having to work my way up to the, where these people got hired and were incompetent. It took me three years to work my way up to be competent at their job. That's why I've trained managers who I've ended up working for at the end of their training period.
1: Dude, I'm in a job where the average age of people who start is like 15 years younger than me because they get hired right out of business college.
0: Exactly. You know, you know. It's it. it they used to call it in the military a Mustang. You came in as an enlisted man. You worked your way up through the ranks. You became an NCO, a senior NCO. Then you applied for OCS, Officer Candidate School, and The old way of thinking in the military, I can't speak to the new way, I'm going by Vietnam and older era, was that most enlisted men would rather have a Mustang of an officer, an officer who worked his way up, than an officer who just finished four years of college, and he's, you know, a second lieutenant, and now he's fucking barking orders at, 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 you know, a, a master sergeant who's got 18 years in... And fifteen of them have combat experience, and this guy who has only ever seen combat on paper is going to tell him how what they're going to do. That leads to you know, that leads to issues, and that's what chain of command is not just a military thing. You know, for whatever reason, real world experience in certain areas of life is respected, but other areas, if you don't have that piece of paper, you don't even get your foot in the fucking door.
1: That's the only, the only reason I have it because. It's it's either the piece of paper or five plus years of field related experience. I had that, thank God. But yeah, it's, any other company, I'd have to be credentialed. You know, well, see
0: this, is, but and I know it seems like we've strayed far away from the point of the new media being electronic media versus you know the old guard, you know, paper newspapers. But what I was getting at is that with the death of the old guard. You have people who have been in it their entire lives, who came up in it, who came through it, who studied the ones who came before them. Now you have something completely new, and you say, well, not really. They just got to monetize it. Yeah, that's one aspect of it. But look at what we just talked about 20 minutes ago, how poorly written, grammatically, spell check wise whatever, a lot of these online articles are. Who the fuck is hiring these people? What? Oh, well, okay. and I guarantee there's someone at those at those places in CNN's online part of their not <laughs> CNN, excuse me, but Wall Street Journal's online part of their fucking operation that go. Well, I'm going to hire a 22 year old who's more tech savvy than I'm going to hire a 45 year old who used to pound the pavement and shake hands and use the company fucking, you know, buy drinks for people and get information that way because this is the new technology. Yeah, but new tech. Did, So what? These people got a piece of paper. They don't have no real-world experience. They have none. They bring nothing to the table besides, oh, look, I I can sit in the class and repeat shit that was told to me to repeat.
2: It's partially about the type... I mean, you're going to get the quality that you pay for in any business. The news is no different. There's less money going in. You're going to have a situation where there's not as good a quality people actually producing the work. But I think more so, it's not about quality, it's about quantity, right? I I think like this shit isn't being... The Spelling errors and grammatical errors are happening because they just don't have the man hours to give it to somebody else, to have it double and triple checked.
0: They don't... Okay, but to me this goes back to I don't have time to look for a job. They don't have the man hours, but these companies are still running at a profit, so why can't they hire people to, to double check this paperwork? Or, or these these articles, I mean, it, it, if you're going to put profit over facts, what do you expect people to do eventually once oh, they yeah. catch on to that?
2: Well, okay, we go, your, your you're selling shit. It's become about first. This is not accurate. I just look at this as more of a consumer problem, though. First, makes and you it's money. A, it's about it, it's about what you're willing to pay for and what your, quality you're willing to suffer. I mean, look at what's happened with porn. Okay, it used to be that when you the a porn was made it had to go onto a vhs tape that somebody paid like i don't know like 30 40 bucks sometimes for for you know a one-hour movie
3: man and,
0: I, and
2: were, there you was, was you were
0: splurging i got that party store porn 5.99
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry well, I'm, I'm kind of going back to like when you know we were first getting vhs tape those shits were expensive
0: Oh yeah, but just uh, it, real quick, but, just to back up your point, I asked Blockbuster because you know how Blockbuster used tapes; they'd sell for, used movies, they sell for ten bucks uh, up until the mid to, you know, early two thousands. They were still having to buy those when they were when they were first coming out at a hundred bucks plus.
2: Right. Well, there is also a different rate for those who were getting a license to rent them out. That's exactly. Essentially, what you are paying for. But exactly. okay, it's so, a bit off point. So, porn, you paid for a tape and it had. A cast and a plot and costumes and sets (laughs) and all this shit, right? (laughs) Right? And then eventually we were like, yeah, but we could let's just get right to the part where the people are fucking. I don't even care if the lighting's good, you know, there doesn't have to be any plot. And the plot is somebody comes,
1: that's the plot. I'm not,
2: I'm okay with not paying for that, right? If I was paying for it, I'd want a whole movie with a plot and everything. But this is just free, and this is good enough, and that's fine. That does the job. And, you know, look, there's nothing wrong with that. But if, you, if you're going to complain about the quality of porn, then, you know, how much are you actually paying for the porn that you consume? How If you're going to complain about the news, how much are you actually paying? paying for that news. Well, once
1: again, that goes so back So, you have to, to pay for it? <laughs> we got to pay for good news now?
2: See, I'm not trying to I don't want to live there. in that I'm world. I'm not trying to sit on a high horse and and look down... Because I'm not paying for news If i got to pay for either. accuracy, I'm Those leaving. Most people are not. There's <laughs> there's. It's almost like there's there's just a a small percentage of the population that are, like, benefactors. It's like they're all working on the NPR model now. You get a few thousand people to get together... And pay enough for this to keep it going because they believe in it. So, isn't, I, look, isn't I'm with that, you. not that the
0: Patreon and podcasts and everything else? How they run, basically. Ideally? absolutely
2: they absolutely they do. And crowdfunding has become a great way for people to you know to to get their message out there. But and who knows? I mean, maybe maybe there is part of maybe the actual dying of physical print media would do something too, because when you're putting it on a level where you have, you know, independent reporters just working on blogs and Twitter accounts and Facebook and whatnot, you know, yeah. uh, maybe I
1: think maybe we're a little too fast and loose with the phrase reporter, though, nowadays, because a lot of times it's people writing opinion pieces and they're calling themselves reporters at least amateurly. Like just cuz you wrote an essay about your opinion on a news story doesn't make you a reporter. I mean,
2: it's in the name, reporter. Um, no, but I well, I don't I don't know what specific examples you're thinking of here. I haven't seen your opinion pieces come saying, from the editors, no, not saying, the reporters. And if somebody has a blog, well then that's that's just all opinion, right? I mean, it's like when I when I watch Rachel Maddow's show, I'm watching it to get her opinion. Yes. I'm not, I'm not looking at, at her as a reporter of the news. She's collating the news, telling me what her spin on it is, and that's what I'm looking for. I don't necessarily... I, I don't know. But see, this, yeah.
0: there's a difference between someone like you who goes, if I want just facts, who, what, where, when, why, how, etc., I go to these news sources. And then there's people who go, well, if I want facts, I go to Bill Maher. If I want facts, I go to Bill O'Reilly. Well, right, right. Yeah. You're getting, you're not getting facts. You're getting opinion. And you, the fact that you, the fact that you don't know the difference between the two is an issue. And that is, to me, that is where, do, how do, how do we reconcile that with the new type of media that, that we're right at the spearhead of? Guys in 100 years they're going to have this figured out way better than we ever will. We are first we are Telepathy. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin first steps on the fucking moon. I mean, that's all there is to it. The internet in our time it's went from our ideal or an our idea, not ideal, idea of the Wild West, not the reality of what it was, but you know, the the Hollywood version of it that we all, you know, think of. To just a little bit more civilized you know now you don't go to napster and download everything for free you got to kind of you know you got to uh, i go through a tour site and then i go on torrent and i got a vpn and all this shit and then i get what i want and but i'm not really, uh, you're still doing the same thing you're breaking the fucking law you're just doing it covering your ass a little bit better we've become a little bit more savvy that's it this is we're going to be playing a constant game of catch up here It's the people who want to break new ground and the ground they break and the world it opens up in front of them, the people that rush in behind them, grab everything they can, and then here come the corporations playing keep up to those people. I mean, if you want to see how some amazing trolling goes down, that the mainstream media gets, gets, I mean, they just take the bait. I mean, hook, line, and sinker. Mm -hmm. Go to 4chan. Look for a 4chan thread. It's got a lot of fucking posts on it. If it says CP, get away from it. If it says trap, get away from it. But if it says <laughs> something about like, let's get, hey, let's 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 troll people X with you know this, you can watch it happen in real time. You can watch people, hey, I got this meme, and then they go to the social, they go to this to various social medias, they spread it. Within a day or two, it, go, it goes viral. Boom. Next thing you know. There's a mention of it someplace uh, on some online media magazine. And then the mainstream news has to pick it up because, like Chris, Chris, like you said, we've been victims of it many times ourselves on Sporgy. It's not about being accurate. It's about being first. You know, we'll, we'll get, you know, hey, breaking news, and we'll read it on the air. And then we go back, and then two days later, when it doesn't happen, there's no retraction. There's no oops are bad and we look like we look like a bunch of assholes cuz our dicks are being you know hanging out in the wind. And we got to we got to go back next week and go, "We're sorry, Reread we the article. They took it down. There's no retraction. It's on us." I mean, so no one is immune from this. That's that's how shit happens these days. And if the and if if I mean, we fall for it, but god damn it, we're not in the media 24/7. It's not our lives, it's not our jobs, it's not our career. So if uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's it's frustrating because it, I I I understand exactly where you're coming from when you say you go to Rachel Maddow for her opinion, but I also know that you're not the type just to go to Rachel Maddow and Bill Maher and say I have everything I need to know on the subject.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, even Bill Maher says when he usually when he's doing his uh, his intro routine, he's talking about stuff that happened in recent news, and he's like, because I know a lot of people people. Uh, come to me for the news which is scary yeah <laughs> but, i uh, yes well, yes okay but That's you know the easiest I, way to put it <laughs> so well let's there's something that we haven't talked about though cuz we talked about uh the state of the union address we haven't talked about the response to the state of the union address and this doesn't necessarily <laughs> instill a lot of confidence in a, a strong Democratic Party that can defeat Trump yeah, if, yeah, if, <laughs> if their prime response is done by a fucking drooling inbred ginger freak. has <laughs> just this rambling <laughs> delivery of, of nonsense that I can't. I, I have no idea why this person was picked, other than they have the name Kennedy, and they're like people still remember kennedys right they still like them <laughs> yes i don't know if you saw you saw any of this um but it was like <laughs> it was like conan o'brien with like a massive head trauma <laughs> did it have the kennedy accent um it seemed like it was there's a hint of it still there yeah <sighs> But he didn't put an R on the end of everything.
1: Uh, just reading, I was bored at work today. And yeah, just reading the news all day. Like, it's just any indicator for November. Uh, just sell into Trump, everybody. Because he ain't going to go anywhere. Because
2: right. Congress ain't going right. to go anywhere. The, he, the balance ain't going to shift. Even if you deem the Russia probe as successful in bringing charges directly against Trump. It's still not going to mean anything without a strong opposition party. And strong is pretty much near
1: the bottom of the list of adjectives for the Democratic Party at this point in time. In this podcaster's opinion.
2: Right. And, And why didn't Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer... Deliver the retort because people are sick of fucking seeing it. I know because Anthony was too of- busy
1: demanding an investigation into Facebook and Twitter about hashtag release the memo. Well, okay, so get the fuck out! Of, like, <laughs> why is she like? Why is she a leader? Like, she does nothing but things that don't solve anything. Well, I don't
2: get it. I guess. I mean, if you don't think that Facebook is a problem,
1: how is demanding an investigation going to change what happened? It happened. Facebook. It
2: it. Right, but, but Facebook, that they, they, Twitter did it they fix went it before Congress, and talked about the part that they had to play in the last election and and in, in disseminating information from Russia. Half of this shit their, is bots. Their point so was if you're on gonna this. Out, unless you're going to outlaw bots, it's always going to be a problem. Right. I, I don't know what the solution is, but I think the point was more that Facebook was. L- likes to talk about how it's going to do something to to change it's and not, to try and, cause and, it's and a prevent business. this.
1: I, that's what everyone f- f- doesn't seem to realize. Mark Zuckerberg, well, at the end of right. the day, likes wearing his hoodie every day because it means he's fucking rich. All right,
2: <laughs> like isn't that a rich man, poor man well, wearing think, a hoodie every day? But but the, they're they're taking you know uh, completely false stories that were disseminated by by uh russian organizations that facebook was paid to put into news feeds and equating that with them with all these hashtag uh release the memo which the the claim here is that a lot of these are, are this is being passed around by uh, a lot of russians or or bots even uh, on twitter and facebook but it's not the same thing, right? You can Facebook can control who it takes money from and who it, whose stories it puts in your news feed. I don't I don't know how you fucking control if somebody just wants to make an account to start disseminating false information. Exactly. You can't you can't do anything about exactly.
1: That. She she that that that's my whole point is I, we want right. you to look into that. Look into what you gonna make the Chris, internet illegal? But Chris, to answer your question.
0: Haven't we learned by now about the U.S. government and just governments? And I mean, it's, it's not just limited to us. It's just governments in general. If they are unwilling, unable, or or to solve real problems, they just invent problems they already have the solution for, and throw that out there and go. See, we're doing something. I mean, this is something. But again, it, it's, I not, guess- it's not necessarily they have a solution for, but it's it's something to get you chasing your. To get people chasing their own tail and off of, hey, look at everything we're not doing.
1: It always mystifies me when it's somebody like, when when it's anybody involved in Congress doing something like this. Because I, I, maybe because I know how it works. I just default to, you're a legislator. Write something to change it. You can do that. Like, would you like the job description? Would you like me to type it out and email it to you? Like... It's in fourth grade social studies books like that's what I don't get like you're in a position where you can do something But instead you're gonna do something. That's like a symbolic action.
0: Like I don't fucking get it It's the it's the appearance of it's the appearance of action the appearance of being decisive the appearance of doing something that that Placates most people I mean I we've all worked for bosses where if the job is absolutely dead there is nothing to do and he's walking around You better look busy, because that's the only way his simple ass is going to be happy. Well, we got a lot of simple motherfuckers in this world. And if they look like, and if the people in power look like they're doing something, well then, hey, look, they're they're doing something.
1: Like, it's explained to us, like, in third grade, like, the executive branch carries out the laws. The legislative branch writes the laws. The judicial branch sees that they are carried out. Like, that is, like, the third grade definition. Writes the laws in your job description.
2: Well, I I'm not sure I follow your point here though. It would you like to see the government control Facebook to to write laws to tell Facebook what it how it can conduct its business? Sure? I mean <laughs> <laughs> I
1: heard I,
0: the question mark at the end of that statement.
1: Yeah. I mean it it, it I mean, it's, it's, we both know it's more multifaceted than that. Yeah. Well, wait a minute.
0: Isn't it already... Is, aren't there laws already on the books to where just because you're a business, if your business practices undermine uh, yeah. the law in the country that you're based in... Like,
1: you can't be purposely
0: deceitful. Yeah. I mean, it, once again, I kind of feel like this is... This is how come I have a little bit of sympathy for the fucking the gun people who go... Why don't we enforce the laws we already have? And then, and then, you know, because every time you hear about one of these crazy shootings, it's always someone fucked up down the line, you know, and a law wasn't enforced the way it was written. I mean, to me, making a new law is the last ditch effort. It should not be the first, you know, go to thing. I don't like this. Make a law, outlaw it, and ban it. Well,
2: I think that's part of bringing companies in front of Congress to talk about this type of shit, or or, or anything, any concerns that the government might have. The, the first instinct is to, you know, call them out on their behavior and hope that they will change on their own after being publicly shamed. That doesn't always happen, so sometimes it does have to come down to actual government regulation. I
1: mean, it should be as simple as, hey, you got a problem, fix the problem, not... Hey, we need to look into this. There's nothing to look into. There's obviously a problem.
2: We've been talking about it for a year. Yeah. I, well, I'm. <laughs> if you have ideas for how to fix Facebook, it's or, not my fu- or anything. Like, <laughs> hey, it's not my goddamn job. No, I, I, I know, but <laughs> now, I, I think this is. I, I don't know.
1: I'm not. I guess I'm not out there. I'm not out there calling them on the carpet. You know, claiming the moral high ground.
0: But a lot. Also, you got to under. A lot of the problem is. What can we do with a private company, a private business, besides don't use their product, don't pay for the Right.
1: And, and here's d- the thing. D- Facebook, Facebook, you don't even Facebook pay account. for. Exactly. Right. I mean, because, because if you... All right, look. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. This isn't like... These are optional services. If, it's if, not like the government issues you your Facebook account.
0: If we were talking about some developing country where... A massive corporation came in, and fu- or not corporation, excuse me. A, 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 a new regime, a government came in, took over, and allowed something to happen that harmed millions of people in that country. We wouldn't be shocked if the the the, the quote unquote everyday people took up arms and overthrew that fucking government. But when it's a corporation, you can't do that. But why? Because our taxes pay for the police who are going to protect them from us going in there and going fuck you for putting out a deadly product and not giving a shit and and here's the thing if if you knew it was deadly and hit it that's even worse i can have a little bit of sympathy for ignorance but i mean it's when it's oh we know this is killing people and we know we could easily solve part of the problem by doing such and such but we choose not to because it cuts into our bottom line okay so we hit them with a couple billion dollar fine a few a few executives get shuffled around they play you know Hot potato with executives until they get a you know a new executive, and then everything goes back to normal. And there's no repercussions besides hey, hey, or there's there's no way there's no way to to force repercussions on the company besides don't buy their product. Okay, the problem is Facebook is has is, is, is cemented itself into a huge right. part of everyday life for half. Uh, granted, okay, there's what four billion accounts. I'll play devil's advocate. I'll, I'll I'm gonna put my Chris hat on for a sec. 2 billion of those are bullshit accounts. All well, right. right. <laughs> There's 7 billion people on this fucking so, planet.
2: Right. What's so the percentage quarter, Right, like 30%. Yeah. But, Have Facebook accounts. Come on Right, now. this kind of goes back to our conversation about Walmart, how not everybody just has the option to not shop at Walmart. And when you get to the level of Facebook where you are everywhere, basically, I mean, it, I, I think it... Sure. It is an optional thing. You don't need to be on Facebook. You don't need to be on social media. But when that's where people are communicating and you're closed off from that, maybe you are missing out on opportunities. Maybe this is like, like if you're, you want to be a businessman, right? So you take up golf. You don't like golf. You don't want to be on the golf course, but that's where shit's going down. That's where the guys, the, the big wigs let their, their shields down for a second and they get to know you a little bit. And you get an in or something. You know, you have an opportunity. So, I, I mean, these are, that's why it's not yeah, that cut and dry to say that... You, like, but you don't have to
1: go to that golf course.
2: You, you don't, right. And you don't have to be a businessman and you don't have to move up. You can just be stagnant and be happy with making minimum wage and just barely scraping by and living check to check. You have options. That's perfectly okay
1: in our society now. You just demand more money because you need it. I,
0: there's uh, look, Facebook has been genius and, for lack of a better term, sinister in the way it's adapted to how its its users use it. I mean, when it started, it was for college students, and they opened it up to everybody, and then people started going, "Hey, this is a this is a, a simple and, and free way to advertise." And get the word out about things. So they started saying, "Hey, look, you know, yeah, it's, it's it's amazing. We're gonna we're gonna throttle who sees your these posts, even if they like and follow your page. If you want everybody to see it, send us some money every month. You know, how about that? And it's it, it's it's a business. It's a corporation. It's it's like anything else. They're there to make money. Well, and they know that they've addicted the hardcore user to it, and that's why I laughed my considerable ass off." When they said, "Uh, we're going to find a way to make our users use Facebook less." No the fuck you're not. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right? Suck my pink royal Irish asshole, <laughs> motherfucker. You ain't doing nothing of the sort. The fuck out my face with that nonsense.
1: And, and people were like, "Oh, it's like General Motors going, "Hey, we like we'd like to uh, uh find a way for you to drive our cars less."
0: Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. Which is which is funny you brought that up because uh, Goris himself uh, uh, I can't remember his first name come on now Tom Goris who has a lot of money invested in the Detroit area pretty much said hey guess what all these reasons that Amazon gave for not coming to Detroit not even being in the top 20 it's pretty much bullshit except for the fact that we have no fucking public transportation to speak of in this fucking area and the big three are just sitting there going oh it's crazy I don't know why that is (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you can't have people taking public transportation where they make the cars. You have to well, have at least a, a stronghold of people who are going to constantly buy your product. That's why you drive on any Ford factory lot, and it says, all. it used to be this. I don't know if it still is. It used to be all Ford cars get to park closest to the building. Then all American-made cars that aren't Ford, and then you're going to walk your fat ass off. Every day you go to work, because if you come in here with a rice burner, you park way the fuck over there. I mean, it, it, do, you, do you think a company that's that petty about its own product is going to go, yeah, you can tax us more so we could get some uh, public transportation in this city, the Motor City? Yeah, that'll work.
2: Fuck out of here, man. Well, I see, I guess I see Facebook and other social media platforms the same way I see. The press, the media, as being more of a consumer problem than a producer problem. You're getting what you pay for, which is in many cases absolutely nothing. If you don't, if you want to be on a platform where you're not advertised to, well, then fork over some money. I don't. I mean, at this point now, I, I feel like the ship has sailed, and it, it's not like any of the current platforms could turn their ship around and go. Well, okay, we're gonna not have any advertisers and everybody's gonna pay three bucks a month. I don't I think that would go over like a fart in church. But maybe maybe we'll see Believe the next what the kids platform. By Felicia? Maybe maybe the next platform that comes up, maybe there's somebody out there bold enough to go, hey, we're gonna do social media and everybody chips in a little bit each month and we'll be totally open with the way that we conduct everything, we won't do anything to reshuffle your feed or give you any advertisements at all. We'll make sure that any companies trying to, uh, to make a, a profile are shut down. But the problem okay. with that
0: is, is that once people start paying for something, they're no longer, you can't, you can't do what Facebook basically does, which is, oh, you don't like our policies? How much you pay for Facebook. So fuck off. We don't care about your opinion. If I start giving money to something, basically, motherfucker, if it's a fee to use your product, it's backwards. I'm paying you. You now work for me. I want my social media to be X. I want it to be wide open. If I want to post gaping assholes with (laughs) the entire offensive line of the New York Jets jerking off into it, I want to do it without having to worry about a fucking ban. If I want to well, well, push no, my you, podcast, I want to do it without having to worry about, well, you, can, you can't do that because you need to pay us. Fuck you. I'm already paying you. That's the problem.
2: Because that's well, the no,
3: attitude
2: Look, you're not going to have a universal platform in this instance. If you want to post pornographic images, you'll have to find the platform that is okay with that. And that's where you give your money. Or you can just go to Twitter. Now right. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but I mean, but you do understand the basics of what I'm saying here. People would be pissed because if Facebook continues to run like it's run now and people are paying for it. I'm not
2: disagreeing with you. I'm just saying in all cases you always get what you pay for. And if you pay zero, expect zero.
0: I don't know. It's it is really such a fucking multi-layered issue that it, it makes my brain hurt because you can get lost in the inner workings of just just the top layer. I mean, really, it, it, it's it, it's beyond an onion. It's an onion the size of Jupiter. And we haven't even peeled away the first fucking layer yet. We're just at you the, know, like, once again, we're the fucking spearhead of this shit. This You know, these generations why, that are alive now.
2: Right. We are in the midst of this. We don't even understand... The platforms that we're using, and that's why I bristle so much at the idea of government regulation. Like we're, we're going to start trying to regulate something when we're still in the dark. We're still in the midst of the storm. We can't see the full scope. And I'm with you, but to we- it, 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 it has it. I have a ceiling for that. I mean, I just think mm-hmm.
0: back to a couple of years ago when the 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 gun manufacturer Remington. You know, it came out that in 1948 they knew that the most popular w- rifle they sold had a fucking, I mean, just a feather trigger pull on it. Where yeah. even, it, it, I mean, even if you're just you just gently brush it, it's going to go off. In 1948 they knew this, and it was a five and a half cent piece that they said no, we're not going to we're not going to put that in there, and they kept that policy for decades. And it's only once they got caught doing it. That they stopped doing it, and what happened? They fucking had to pay a fine, and they went to their upstate New York manufacturing facility, and they let go 700 people. And who ended up paying for it? This company was allowed to basically sell an unsafe weapon for decades, make profit off it, more than that fine will, more than any fine they could have probably levied against them legally. And who ended up paying for it? Their own fucking employees. Sorry about your life. I, and I know that area of upstate New York the babies my my, my daughter's mother she's got family that works there there's not a whole that, that is that is the Cadillac of jobs in that area of New York that is like getting in back in GM Ford Chrysler back in the day I mean you are set and they just, nope, you gotta go, sorry. All in benefits, all at retirement, nope, sorry. We had to pay this fine. And it's like, wh- that's, that's not even justice. I mean, I'm not even asking for vengeance here. Vengeance would be fucking storm the, sh- storm the headquarters and start hanging motherfuckers. That's vengeance. I just want justice. That's not even justice. So how do you balance that with, well, we don't want to regulate too much because it'll restrict growth and, and new opportunities and new technology. There has to be a balance. The trick is we have to find it. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, because we haven't found it with shit that we've had around for hundreds and thousands of years, let alone a technology who's still in its infancy.
2: Okay, so to play the devil's advocate on this, um, it, technology is moving faster than our our process of regulation, I think, ever should, really. <laughs> I don't know how you solve that, but... I. I, I the law moves slow and and corrects very slowly because it, it's I think because it's necessary for it to do so. It shouldn't be uh, based on a gut reaction to something.
0: No, I agree. You cannot have microwave instant justice because you're going to have to shortcut shit and shit's going to get all fucked up. Right, and it'll and it'll chew up people and spit them out because if we've learned anything about the justice system. I mean, we whenever we talk about addicts who get caught up in the justice system, yes, there's right, really yeah, no justice exactly for them.
2: That's what I was thinking. Yeah. There's no justice
0: for them. It's just if it, it, they find ways to keep you in the system and if you can't pay, then the last resort is to stick you in a for-profit prison. But if you can pay for your freedom and keep paying for to to go to to go to to, to parole and it, to be on jams or whatever your local program is and drop every couple of days, and all that shit, they're more than happy to keep you on that indefinitely. And they will find a reason, too. I've seen it happen to people. People that got caught with joke amounts of weed who absolutely went cold turkey, which is insane that you could even use that with weed. It's not like you're going to have withdrawals or anything. But stopped, stopped smoking, stopped everything. And then they go, okay, here's your last visit. You dropped, here's your last thing. You're clean, you're good, you're off parole or probation, have a nice life. And then they get a fucking letter in the mail two, three weeks later that says you have 48 hours from rece- when you receive this letter to report for this. And if you don't, you go back on probation. Oh, and by the way, when they go back in on probation, first thing they do is hand them a cup. Piss in this. Now, what are the odds if you're a weed smoker and you had to go six months a year without smoking? And once they give you, your free and clear that you ain't going to have fucking a Cheech and Chong Party. fucking smoke fest. Fuck yeah. yeah. Of course yeah. you are. And so they know that. So what do they do? They give you enough time to hang yourself, then they give you the cup, and then they go, oh, it's crazy. Do you got money to go back on probation? Because if you don't, I don't know, better work on your shit pussy muscles because you're going upstate. (laughs) And I mean, it's... Such a
1: wordsmith. I'm
0: with you, and the older I get, the more I see, you know, as I was younger, I had very much the mindset of, if something's wrong, let's make a law against it. But then I realized people who are outlaws look at the word outlaw outside of the law they don't give a fuck about the law they don't listen to the law it doesn't matter it's the person who didn't do anything who is absolutely positively a not a a law-abiding citizen who ends up getting fucked over because more of their rights get taken away and meanwhile People who don't give a fuck about the law are out there doing whatever the fuck they were going to do anyways. And once again, it goes back to balance. And the problem, I really keep going back to this when we get on these big conversations. Problem is we have too many people moving to the fringes of this fucking scale that we, societal scale we live on. And we need more people in the middle because that's the only way you're going to have balance. you got to have it, you want the scales to be even. You don't want it tipped too much in one one side's favor because then you get people who are drunk with power. You know, talking to my, talking to my brother. He's, you know, he 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 he's in a he's a work in progress. That's what I call him, because his his views e- evolve and change, almost on a weekly, monthly basis. However, often we talk, which is a good thing. But he's still hung up on this. Well, communism may be bad, but socialism's good. And I say, well, where has it ever really worked? Point to me where it's worked. And he goes, well, it's not been done properly. And you know, one of the things I, I, because I started looking it up. Okay, it's not been done properly. And one of the best explanations from someone you mentioned in the group chat, Chris Jordan, Dr. Jordan Peterson.
2: He was. I'm sorry. Was that funny? Did I miss something here? No, it it just cracks me up because that argument could be used to justify anything. Like, look, Nazism isn't bad. They were just doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) i I, I understand i understand
0: but i mean let's let's sorry i don't (laughs) i got you i got you but you know jordan peterson put it in this way he said the problem with socialism and communism is that one you have to have everybody rowing at the exact same time for it to work and you might be able to get that to happen the problem is is the people who find a way to profit off of not rowing, but by convincing everyone else that they're doing their fair share at the same time. And it, it's it's ripe for corruption, not saying mm-hmm. capitalism isn't.
2: Well, I, look, socialism does work. It works in countries where people are willing to pay a lot more in taxes and have a lot less personal freedom. In those cases, it works. <laughs> I mean, it, the personal
0: freedom I'm talking about t- is not—you have to go to this hospital because you live in this area, or you work in this area when you get hurt. Personal freedom that pisses me off—that seems to get taken up and lost in socialism, communism—is you can't say this, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't promote this, you can't make a joke about this.
3: Sure, yeah, that, yeah.
0: That, it becomes totalitarianism, and I'm not—I can't. I can't get down with anything that's that easily and that few a steps from one to the other. As fucked up no. and as flawed as, no, as, I'm, I'm as our it. system is, we still once again, none of us have had our door kicked in by the FBI for this podcast. I don't think we get away right. with it very long in China and North Korea.
2: No, no absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Been like one episode.
2: <laughs>
0: first like, first every, episode, last episode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> every system of government has been a balance of, you know, protection versus freedom, right? And that balance works out differently for some people. I don't... I want to stay in the U.S. You know, I don't want to go to a socialist country. I want to continue to enjoy the freedoms that I have in this country. I, I'm with you. I'm not saying... I don't look at the Netherlands and say that that system's fucked. That those people are okay with that. That's fine. I don't feel like it's in a, a situation where everyone's being taken advantage of. But... I mean, not to, to harp on the on the comment of the socialism can work has just been done wrong. It's trying to really split hairs. That's one hair, right? It's one and the same thing. A system of government is only judged based on whether it works or not. You can't really say that like any system of government could work if somebody just did it right. Like it was tried and it either works or it doesn't.
0: Well, what was that book you read that was talking about? Uh once you get past a certain amount of people, like two hundred and fifty people, like you can almost live in a in a commune type uh, environment with less people. Right, it was
2: it was talking about having like one on one connections, actually knowing somebody. Yeah, you have a certain limit to that.
0: Yeah, and uh, to me. If you want to live in that, look at the countries we're talking about. the countries we're talking about aren't even a quarter of our size where the, where these you know where socialism is implemented and seems to be working for. Them. I mean these Scandinavian countries that that, that aren't shitholes in in Cheeto Jesus' uh, mind mm-hmm. they they don't want to come here. We covered this a couple episodes ago. They're like, no, nah, we're good, y- y'all are fucked up over there, and then you add in the perception of the United States, which Tad gave us some. where they believe that cops are just running wild out here killing anyone who's darker than a ginger with a sunburn like you know uh, up up up, uh, he's he's off white shoot him i mean so you add all that up that's that's how we're perceived they don't want to come here they're happy where they're at and then i look at the, the prisons they have and how they're run versus the prisons we have and the shit that's allowed and encouraged to happen in the prisons we have And I go, Jesus Christ, no wonder they're more of a civilized society. Because your average criminal is treated, and when I say average, I'm not talking murderers, rapists, and child molesters. Those are the worst humanity has to offer. So fuck you if you think I'm talking about them. Get that out of your fucking mind. I'm talking about your average criminal. Someone who fucked up, got desperate, committed a crime, and is paying for it. They're still treated as a human fucking being.
2: Right. I I work with a guy from the Netherlands, actually, and... uh, We've talked about this. uh, The idea that the the prisons there, their goal is actual rehabilitation and get that person functioning in society ASAP. Get them a skill, give them some self-worth, give them some reason to want to get back and participate in society. And our system does the exact opposite. Even just set aside the fact that it is crime college. In America, that prisons teach people how to be criminals. It also does everything it can to dehumanize that person because they, because I don't know, like we, our perception of it is is that that is the punishment, that you should be dehumanized for what you did. And no, the, the isolation and restriction of freedom is the punishment. The dehumanization is what Guarantees that that person is going to commit more crimes if they are ever let, let out. Because what the fuck do they have to lose? They already can't get a decent loan. They can't get a decent apartment. They can't get the good job. They literally cannot. It's not about whether they have opportunities or not. They can try and lie. They cannot put the shit on their resume or something. But it's going to yeah, come back and bite them, on the, bite them in the ass.
0: Yeah, ask the guy who got deported 30 years after his parents brought him here how... uh being a, a model American citizen and keeping your nose right. fucking clean worked fr- for him.
3: A eventually, a it'll find doctor. you. Yeah, right.
0: eventually, it'll find you. I mean, it's... It, yeah, I don't know. We're really getting off on, on, on some territory. I mean, we've covered it before, but it's just... it's. It's one, of the, it's one of the very few subjects that I'm passionate about, and I have so much fucking empathy and compassion for the average person sitting in prison that it makes a lot of my friends sick. They're like, how could you feel? These are criminals. And I'm like, criminals that did what? I'm not, once again, not rapists, not murderers, not child molesters. We're talking people who fucked up, man. And they yeah. go someplace where they have a 25% chance of being raped, a 70-something percent chance of being assaulted. Man,
1: one in four, those are not good odds.
0: All right we had this discussion when 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 my buddy's daughter went to college you have a one in four chance of being sexually assaulted and we all said why the fuck would you send your daughter to that college why you and 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 then we got into the deeper conversation of what's what's sexual assault is it truly someone forced a sex act on him or is it someone said something that they found offensive it's the it's the it's the degrees of things it's the whole conversation that got Matt Damon in trouble to the point where he don't talk anymore you know
2: but the prison right. is cut and dried. Like, I could sexually assault a whole party all at once just by streaking. Ex- exactly. Exactly.
0: And, I mean, you know, now you're sticking people uh, in there. Note to self. Don't ever streak.
1: <laughs> or, you know, just a bucket list thing. Hey, I sexually assaulted an entire party <laughs> at once. <laughs>
0: in some right, circles. That's admirable. But, no, I mean, you know. You, I just, I'm, I'm completely flabbergasted by it, and we just go, well, we don't care because they deserve it. And I just, I can only trace it back to our puritanical roots. I mean, we stopped calling prisons penitentiaries because we don't expect anyone to be penitent anymore. It's just housing. We're just going to warehouse you, and we don't care what the animals, it's, it's how we look at, it, at, at, at animals going to the slaughter, we don't care if the, a bunch of pigs are living together and a, uh, one pig rapes another. We don't care because bacon tastes wonderful. We don't care if a bunch of criminals get together and fucking kill each other because, hey, we're making money
2: off this. Right. There's a profit. We talk about being soft on crime or hard on crime, which means either we want to be more forgiving or less forgiving of criminals. And, I don't know, it's, it's ridiculous.
0: You know, it's it, there. there and, was a statement made years ago or that I, or excuse me, not, not made years ago. I read years ago and it stuck with me since I, and I mean, I was in like single digits when I read this and I can't remember who the quote is from. I'm going to mangle the quote again because I'm great at doing that apparently. Mm-hmm. But how we treat the least of the people in our society tells us the most about ourselves. Yeah. When, when you have no reason to treat someone good, when I see people who have no reason to treat someone good and they do, part of my brain, I hate this part of my brain, but a small part of it, the first thing that flashes in is sucker. Look at that sucker. But then I realize, wait a minute, that's just another human fucking being. That's just right. human fucking compassion. And when I see people who suck up to people who can harm them or move them forward or whatever, that scene is, oh, that's playing the game. Well, We've got right. it backwards.
2: You know, Rich, when you, you brought up the, the idea that people can't have more than a set number of personal connections... Right. That was, that was in, uh, well, that was in Sapiens. Uh, yes. Thank you. I Noah, Yuval that. or Harari. I can never remember his full name. I, but anyway, um, that was brought up in context of where our institutions come from. You know, it started with religions, but now is more about. Governments and ideals like liberal humanism that the reason that we have these structures is so that we can identify with somebody else, you know, so that I can say, you know, I'm a liberal and you can say, I'm a liberal too. Oh, we must share certain ideals. We have these things in common. We are on the same team, right? So we are able to form these bigger structures and th- that form these these governments, so it, that that's the thing is though is that we we're all forming our own separate structures you know we're we may have we may feel like we have all contributed contributed to the structure of the American government, but really we're more invested in the substructure of liberal or conservative or whatever side it is that you've you've picked so you know if you say. I'm liberal, and I say you're. And if you, I say I'm liberal, and you say you're liberal, we're on the same team, and that conservative is not on our team. He is not part of the structure that we. So we don't have any connection to that person unless we personally know them. So I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the bigger point there is. Is that maybe, well? I, I maybe think- we should just all believe in America and stop dividing everything down left and right. <laughs> I, I t- well, it, we
1: gotta it, stop I take- making everything us versus them. We, every, we, right. we distill yes. everything down to us right. versus them. Oh. There's well, the it, bigger right. point. The bigger it, it, point that I take from it is,
0: it, it, government has figured out that we need to have a boogeyman outside of ourselves to constantly fight, to have a war of of something,
2: whether well, it just be a, like on religion, drugs, you have on to terror. have a devil, you have to, to have me, consequences.
0: To me, the only acceptable perpetual war in the United States that I can see is okay to fight is the constant struggle between the government and personal freedom. Because that war, that, that conflict, is worth fighting for constantly. And you're going to take losses, and you're going to have to concede fucking air, you know, land and areas. It's the nature of a struggle. But the point is, they don't want us doing that. If we got drugs, terrorism, Muslims, you know, brown people, black people, whatever to be afraid of, then we don't, we're not, we don't care. We don't no. we no longer say, wait a minute, hold on. What the fuck are you doing in my name? What the fuck rights are you trying to take from me today? Trying to backdoor it in on some bill? That's the bigger thing I take from it. And that's not a left nor right issue. That is the the human instinct to be free versus the right. Well, the, 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 you know the, 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 the knowledge that you need a structure. And until something religion isn't going to be that structure because we already splintered into a million different religions or two thousand or whatever there is, we've already we fucked that up beyond there's no going back. So that to me is the only struggle I can see where people go, Well what war would you fight perpetually? That'd be one one to use a term that was hot a few months ago, I'm willing to die on that hill. I'm not willing to die for war on terror, war on drugs, war on fast food, it, fuck all that shit. That's that's just that's you're shining brass on a Titanic, man. You're staring at the tree missing the forest. That's how I look at it. So that's the bigger issue I take from it. And I understand in a smaller group it's easier to, to focus and, and know everybody, and when you know people on a one on one basis, it's
2: it's right, no longer it's- the yeah, structures ahead, are based on trust. You know, yeah, you, it's have no to, longer. you have to be able to trust somebody to do business with them, to have transactions with them. I, I have to trust that if I send you this check, that you're going to send me something back for that. I'm going to get my headphones in the mail or something like that, you know? That, and, and if you can't, if you can't base that trust off of personally knowing somebody, then you have to trust that they are invested in the system. Right? The system being in this case, if I send the check, if I pay for headphones and they don't show up, I'm going to give that person a negative rating online and that may negatively affect their business.
0: Yeah, I mean, perfect case in point. Just sold an amp online. Pretty expensive amp.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Third party website that I sold it through. He sent the money to them. They contacted me. We confirmed we have the money. We have your routing number for your account when he confirms delivery we'll release the money to your bank if he doesn't confirm delivery within 72 hours of you send it, saying you sent it then we'll cancel the deal we're just going to dead that we're going to dead that deal you know for whatever reason and they told me every step to take and i followed it and it worked perfectly but there was an element of trust with a third party website who i'd never done business with before
2: right you're trusting the you're trusting the website but i mean there's if you try and go widescreen on this There's a bigger trust there, too. I mean, you're just trusting that the dollar is worth something, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're you're having an exchange for currency that really holds no intrinsic value. It just holds an idea of value that everybody, the guy that's buying the amp, Reverb that's handling the transaction, you know, they're... And you yourself are all buying into that this money is worth something that's the that's the bigger system that we have to create right we can't you can't grow a population in an economy uh, without credit without having the idea that like I can you know just give out money or or something and trust that that will come back to me unless we're all buying into the same system you know when it's your neighbor and you know that person. Sure, I'm gonna give that guy twenty bucks, and I know he's gonna pay me back or he's gonna look out for me in this situation. But when you can't possibly know that person personally, sometimes that person's on the other side of the fucking world. You have no idea who they are or what their business is like, but you're all trusting in the fact that, hey, they they're gonna send me money and that money's gonna be worth something and I'm gonna spend it on other shit. But I you know, the whole reason I brought this up was because of we were talking about the way that we handle prisoners and we are essentially kicking them out of that system that we've created that trust system and you know if you've done something that warrants being ostracized being excluded for whatever reason from that system there if there's if your crime is not so great that you're going to be in prison for the rest of your life at some point we're going to have to trust you again right we're trusting you just by letting you out We trust that you've done your time, that you're repentant, that you're not going to come back in here, that you've learned your lesson. Well, you also have to trust them that they can be part of society, that they can get a regular job and pay taxes and move on with their life and just look at that as a mistake. They did it. They paid for it. Now let's look forward. We don't give them that opportunity They say, no, sorry. This is a one-strike policy. As soon as you are in the system... As soon as you are a prisoner, you are untrustworthy. You, even if you're innocent, well, you must have done something to be there. They don't just that's, round up innocent people.
0: That's my favorite tough on tough on crime,
2: using <laughs> the air quotes uh, uh,
0: point of view. Well, just because you're innocent of this doesn't mean you didn't do something to deserve to go to prison some other time. Well, right, okay, how far a, do you <laughs> want to take that? Because eventually, everybody deserves to be killed. There's a reason to kill everybody. Some are just better than others. I mean, if yeah. you want to get stupid with it, that's, 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 you follow the logic to its conclusion. And that's absolute nonsense. But I mean, do, I mean, let me ask you guys a right, question. Right, like, I mean, like you being understand? a German
2: and being like, oh, a Nazi, huh? Well, hey, we're not all Nazis. Okay, but you, you yeah. got to be in Germany for some reason, right? That's where the Nazis are.
0: <laughs> I'm in Germany simply by the fuckery of where my parents had sex and I popped out. Okay, right. that's it. I didn't ask to be born in Germany. But I I mean honestly, guys, if if maybe I don't know, I don't know. maybe I'm off on this or in my life experiences have given me a different view on it. But if I run into somebody and they're like, "Yeah, I've done time." You know, I don't go, "Oh, man. Oh, oh. where's my wallet?" You know what I'm saying? And like I don't leave anything sitting around cuz you got, you know, you got Jaybird over here who knows what the fuck he's capable of. Mm -hmm. i i almost take the the opposite extreme or not extreme but the opposite end of the and go well first of all i'm i don't give a fuck i don't care if you get offended i'll go what'd they get you for nine times out of ten it's some drug shit possession or intent or intent right now they didn't catch them selling they just well you had enough to where it's intent all right to, and over easily eighty percent of my friends would be in jail if their homes were raided right now on those charges so i I don't really consider them a criminal. you got caught up that's why they it's why they say you know used to, they used to say it this way when I was growing up, you know you caught a beef you know, I caught a drug beef you know hey I caught a case you know right you don't catch a case of murder so you know i you, you i caught a i caught a drug beef you know they yeah they pulled me over and I had like you know a half ounce on me Boom! I got to do six months, and if it's a second or third offense, I'm going upstate. You know, I'm doing time in a state penitentiary, and if I cross state lines, I'm going to federal pen. I mean, that's it, that's not a make or break thing with me, you know, because in my experience, people that will tell you they've been to, they've been to prison, not jail, prison, meaning more than a year. Because I know a lot of people have been to jail, but I don't consider, but they they were never even convicted; they just couldn't pay their right. fucking fit their fine for a you know
1: driving violation
0: Um, most people who commit heinous crimes the crimes that that, that we all agree are the worst crimes to commit you know hopefully murders aren't out walking around it does happen but you know rapists not all rapists most rapists don't go to jail for the rest of their lives most child molesters don't go to jail for the rest of their lives they're not going to tell you they've been to jail in the first place and they're definitely not going to share with you why they went they're gonna keep that hidden Worse than anybody with any sick fetish that you know, they're not going to want no one to know that shit. And I just, I don't know, it, it blows my mind how much we have this this either or mindset. Either you haven't and you're a good citizen, or you have and you're a horrible one, and you're, you, you know, you, there's no hope for redemption. It's like, once again, not that cut and dry, guys. Get off the get off the edges of the fucking scale and 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 move in towards the middle. Let's get some balance here. There's 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 context. You know, there's, there's, we have to understand what was going on here. And even if, even if a fucking, even if I hate to say this because it makes me sound like I'm, whatever, but actually no, I don't hate to say it. Fuck it, because I'm for the legalization of all drugs. So, if some guy gets ca- caught selling ecstasy to someone who's willing to buy it, show me the victim so we can prosecute him for a crime. Mm-hmm. Isn't that definition of a crime? There's a victim,
3: right?
2: Some guy wants a house for his dick and. Somebody else is willing to put up their mouth.
0: More power it. to them.
2: What's, where's the crime? Where's the victim? I don't know if I used the term house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> wants a mouth hug and someone's willing to hug it with their mouth. Mouth
2: yeah. hug. ever Then that in a while.
1: <laughs>
0: All <laughs> right. Well, we've, we went down the rabbit you hole. You insist
2: with- that your uh, prostitutes pretend they love you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm paying for the girlfriend experience damn it i didn't look you up in a rough trade section i paid for the girlfriend experience
2: <laughs> right okay so yeah but uh, uh grammy's so male right am i right guys
0: okay, okay what what the <laughs> fuck what is, so in an ideal world it's just minority women a Native American bisexual non-gender binary woman—that's just that—that's that's who wins all these awards, right? Yes. Because like, that's the how do you get more oppressed on the total? A Muslim Native American bisexual non-binary transgendered—throw it all in there.
1: And hey, apparently a black guy can't win song and album of the year. Apparently, apparently that's that's a no-no now too. I, I don't, dude. That shit was well, sour grapes by somebody who lost. <laughs> if you want my honest I, opinion. She was up it, Lord started it she was up against Bruno Mars in, I think it was album of the year like quite honestly like wait it started started what
2: i don't i don't follow
1: the the hashtag Grammy so was started by Lord, who was up against Bruno Mars in the best album category, yeah, like this is seriously some straight up sore loser shit in my opinion.
2: No, she she really did start the hashtag? I wasn't aware of that. Yes.
1: She was the so first person to tweet hashtag Grammy so male.
2: Right. Well, she was also, she refused to perform. She was offered to perform at the Grammys and didn't because they wouldn't allow her to perform solo. She had to be on stage with her band for some reason. And all the male performers... There there was no requirement for them to have a band on stage. Aren't we, like, a
1: couple years out of, like, women winning everything at the Grammys?
2: I don't know. Wait, Wait, wasn't it last year? Didn't Beyoncé fucking win everything last year? It's so... It's weird to me that the actual Grammy Awards themselves are always so political when there's never... Look, there's no surprises coming out of the Grammys, right? There's nothing... There's no awards give, being given out at the Grammys to some dark horse candidate who just comes out of nowhere. No, this is all shit that's been shoved down our throats via radio and TV commercials and t- and and uh, spots on dramas and whatnot for the last year or more. There's no surprise who's fucking sweeping the Grammys. It's fucking Bruno Mars, of course it is, because every one of his songs go to number one. Everybody fucking loves him. So. This idea that like the Grammys are the ones that are so male or so mm-hmm. anything is ridiculous. It's the industry. It's right there in front of you. That what a whole year went by with all these male ar- artists outselling a lot of female artists, and nobody had shit to say about it. Mm-hmm. It's the, the Grammys that are the problem. Why are the Grammys the problem? The Grammys are nothing. The Grammys are not the industry. The Grammys are a fucking joke.
1: Thank and w- you. I know, that,
2: I know that we already talked about all the nominees and everything, but honestly, that's the only part of it that's interesting to me. This is my chance to go, okay, what's the current state of popular music in one story that I can read? Grammy nominees. There you go. That's interesting to me. I You know, just... Test the winds there. See what's see what's up. Maybe you come across something that, that you were unfamiliar with and is actually worth listening to. But mostly it's just, yeah, that makes sense because those are the songs that have been pervasive everywhere I fucking go. So there's the Grammys aren't breaking new ground with artists. They're not propping anybody up. They're merely tipping the hat to people who have already made their millions of dollars on these songs and albums. When is the last and time? And it's more a reflection of record sales than it is anything. Yeah, exactly. It's always it's, it's awards for commerce, really. When
1: yes, is the last yes. time
0: you guys remember an awards show? Not necessarily the Grammys or the or the well American Music Awards, I believe, is based like they have. N- there's no pretense about it. It's just based strictly on sales, right? Like they make no bones about it. They're not even trying to claim like artistic whatever. They're just no. Nope, this is who's sold the most. <laughs> we are gonna. Put them up and then their peers are going to are going to vote on it. Um, but out of any major award show, there was like a holy shit that one. I mean, I, I like thinking back. I got to go back to like really showing my age with this one when uh, Neil Young won Video of the Year at, at, at the MTV Video Music Awards for mm-hmm. "This Note's for You," and he was up against like I think that was the year that he was up against like Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel and. Okay. You know so that that give to give you the time period and there was like a big stink and the people that, that voted at MTV and shit said well artistically it was a great satire of everything going on in the rock world right now I mean if you want to get to the technical aspect of videos yeah sledgehammer won that award it's not technically the greatest video of the year you know Neil Young's this notes for you but Overall, they felt it was artistically superior and, to right
2: because of its impact. Well, I guess you could say politically. I mean, yeah, because all, all music is political. <laughs> but I mean, that was the '80s, and there was that big
0: stink about it. Yeah. And then, and then we, we we drifted into the Milli Vanilli era, where it was like you got to be shitting me, right? Really? Millie Vanilli won best new artist, record of the year, all that shit. And then that, then all, and. That poorly kept secret that it was all studio fuckery came out and was confirmed. And then it was like this, okay, now we're going to try to get people like, we're going to go for the, okay, we're going to get like, uh, oh, and that was the same period of time that uh, Jethro Tull won Best Metal Performance.
1: (laughs) Yeah, up against the Black Album, I believe.
0: Uh, It was Injustice for All. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, And so, I mean, you know, there was this period where they tried to get like super... Artsy fartsy, like we want to get the you know, the, the 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 best of the mainstream people who have the most integrity as far as you know appearance of. And then it was like then the two thousands happened and it just went back to nope to commerce. Yeah, yep. <laughs> dance just dance for us, lip sync. We don't care. I mean, I, I I don't know how anyone takes the Grammys and takes it that seriously. I what it really is is it seems to me is the Grammys and the Oscars these were drama and music nerds growing up and they got shit on and now they got some power now they got now they got popular and now they're pissed off because no one's fucking patting them on the back as much as they think they deserve and ultimately what they're all losing sight of is art is subjective and to give an award away for something as subjective as art is meaningless in the first place and if you were as woke as you think you are by the way i have to i have to get off on a little tiny tirade right here. Finally, listened to, I mean, actually looked up the lyrics to that Redbone song. Really? Stay woke. That's the refrain <laughs> of that song. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. It no, I can't, it I can't cro- like that song. God damn it. No, I mean, I still
0: like it. It's a well put together song. It's its a song, like oh, yeah. I said, when I heard it, I couldn't pin it. I was like, is this an old one that slipped through the cracks on me? Is this new? But I mean, it's like, dude, you're trying, okay. Childish Gambino, first of all. Uh, Mr. Glover, you're trying too hard. Okay, it just no. That's his
1: name from the Wu Tang. His name came from the Wu Tang name generator.
0: J- yes, yes, I know, I know. But still, it just, you're, dude. I get it, but you're trying way too hard. That's that's gonna date that song.
1: Minus is the the Great Contender. By the way. Oh,
0: excuse me. <laughs> that, that would date that song if people actually listen to lyrics anymore. But hardly anyone listens to lyrics anymore. So that song will probably end up being popular. And in twenty years, you're going to hear it on, you know, classic R and B and hip hop stations. But anyways, I, I these are just fucking music and drama nerds, and they, they're too full of themselves. And now they're and and this mentality of I deserve this, deserve what? You know what? Give everybody who's nominated a statue. Do You feel better? You feel better now? Like the way I feel about a Grammy is what, what I saw in the documentary Pearl Jam twenty. They go to fucking Stone Gossard's house and he goes in his basement in a little room tucked away in the corner and he's like this is where I keep all my memorabilia and literally Cameron Crow walks over while he's talking about some other piece of memorabilia he has from, from the Mother Love Bone days and he picks up a Grammy and he blows like a half inch of dust off it and he goes oh yeah that's where I put those exactly what the fuck does it That that doesn't Look at all the artists who haven't won Grammys, and they—they—and they, they, what do the Grammys do? They, they, they try to tack on. Oh, we're sorry about that. We're going to give you a lifetime achievement award. Well, I don't want your consolation prize. I didn't want—I right. want bullshit in the first place. Because
2: hindsight is twenty-twenty, and we realize that you actually were making good music all along. We just didn't care.
0: Uh, did the Beatles ever win a Grammy while they were together?
2: But, right. You know,
0: I mean, even if you just want to go from technical a technical standpoint, look at the albums that won Grammys for technical ability in the late 60s versus the albums that should have won. I mean, you could take an engineer and a producer like Eddie Kramer and put him up against the producer of, you know, some bubblegum, you know, yummy, 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 I got love in my tummy shit. And he, he blows them off the map from a technical standpoint. But they didn't give the award for that. It was once again a popularity contest, and these are the nerds that got popular, and now they're pissed off. And what's the easiest way to get pissed off? Well, if you're one of these troglodytes who happen to be male, well, we're going to throw that out there. It's getting old, and it's it's been old. And i i can't even be I can't even anyone who gets on that train. I can't even look at him seriously anymore. I mean, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but the BBC one of their one of their female uh, on-air personalities resigned because she she found out she wasn't making as much as her male coworkers. So six of the the top BBC, I guess they call them presenters instead of news people, whatever. Which, uh, is, which is more apt. Yes, it is, actually. It, once again, we're behind Readers. the curve on that.
1: Yeah, No, like dads. your boy in What's That Show, Aaron? He says
2: people want to hear me yeah. read the news. Right. We got to get back to what we used to do. Read the news to, yeah. to people yeah, on TV.
0: But six of but six of the, the, the top male uh presenters in on BBC, they all took a pay cut. And all these feminists stand up stood up and f- clapped. I'm
1: like, You're a hero, you're making less money because yeah, you're a dummy. I'm,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because fuck it. I said it and I'm gonna own it. I said this like a year ago on one of these shows. I said, watch, this'll be how they start defining equality. Instead of going, this person is paid this much, and I deserve to be paid as much as them, they're gonna start saying, well, we're only gonna pay the women this much, so we're only gonna pay the men what we pay the women. And we're gonna call it equality, and you're gonna clap because you're stupid, and meanwhile, we're gonna stick the rest of the money in our pockets.
1: How is that equality? Yeah, if I was one of the other people, I'd have, like said, Don't look up to this person. They just walked away from an opportunity most people would kill for. But
0: another thing that never came into the conversation was uh, ratings, seniority,
1: education. Well, that's the stuff that's never brought up here. What was the latest one here with, uh, uh, with the wage thing? And it was basically it came down to this person's more oh fucking what's her name Monique oh okay.
2: please yeah yeah like that bitch was ridiculous.
1: it ain't it ain't ten years ago you do not have the weight you once did you you put yourself in the same sentence with Amy Schumer Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle get
2: the fuck out of here you ain't even that funny
1: yeah this funny ain't God's that
2: popular this ain't
1: so plain what. <laughs> Yeah, so, what show was she on? Because that show was a long time ago. But but once again,
0: and it's and and, and, and maybe I'm going out on a limb. Maybe I'm going to piss people off. So fucking be it. Flip the script. Flip it. This would be oh war on women, war on women. If it was a bunch of women, all women nominated for, one, uh, you know, album of the year, and someone had the balls to put out Grammy's so female, they'd be shouted down. How dare you! How dare you? How dare you talk shit about 52% of the world's population? We're a minority. Yeah, in the most... Really? Really? Especially in, in, in Western society versus where you could be a woman in other parts of this fucking world. You want a bitch about so-and-so so male? Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, yes. Are there strides left to be made? Of fucking course there are. But this isn't about that. This is about people trying to force equality of outcome.
1: I think women in Saudi Arabia look at our women and laugh. I'm talking about the women who recently, in 2017, just got the right to drive. Those women.
0: They probably look at at us like people in in Northern Ireland do, who you can be thrown in prison for making a joke about the Catholic Church, and half of them go, Whoa, look at these fucking people... You know, they have no reverence for whatever for whatever religion is running that fucking government, and the other half are going. I ain't going to say shit. I'm not going to prison. That's probably what it is, and that's true oppression, where you're forced to walk a line mm-hmm. under the threat
1: of punishment. Yeah, that you don't want to walk, but you know, it's easier it, it, to, so you, to keep breathing. So you do it. You know the well, same.
0: The thing I say to any woman who says that they are so oppressed right now is what rights do you have that i don't or what rights do i have that you don't and 99 percent of the time the first word comes out of my mouth well historically mm-mm. sorry sweetheart. the argument
1: will be because i live with it uh is
0: we got them sooner okay and we're correcting mistakes we're in the process of yeah i mean i well, once I think- again once again all these feminists where are they oh no no we're for equal rights we care about men's rights really the pussy hat march I didn't see no one marching for equal fucking visitation and and joint custody. I didn't see that. I didn't see anyone arguing or or marching against the discrepancy in male death on the workplace and dangerous jobs and demanding women be able to be... Demanding quotas that they have to hire women for those jobs. No, no. When it's in an office and it's air-conditioned, all of a sudden you want 50% of the jobs. But when it's on the fucking... When it's a, when you're out, a roughneck out in the middle of the sea drilling for oil, no, 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 I don't want that job. I don't. I don't want equality. Hey. Fuck you. You're a hypocrite. And they, believe me, if there's a woman out there saying, "Fuck that," I want that roughneck job. You know what? More power to you. I'm. I, then you are. You are in that aspect
1: a true feminist. Think there are any women at the Women's March pro asking that we must pay as much as men in car insurance? We demand it.
0: No. It's it's. This is well. It. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. You've been you've been trying to say something. We've been just rough riding over you. Well, no,
2: I think because you said something important uh, back there, talking about equality, but the key word being outcome. To ex- like, w- we should strive to treat people equally, right? To to make sure that everybody has the same opportunity. It's when we expect the same outcome for everyone that we're not. Living in reality, people think that well, if we gave if we gave uh, all the same opportunities and paid all the same to you know uh, uh, news readers on the on the BBC, well then the, the ultimate result of that we would have an evenly or at least near evenly split between the number of male presenters and female presenters. But it doesn't work that way. You're you're going against against nature and biology to expect there to be exactly equal outcomes for for everything.
0: Well, you know, one of the things that one of the the most amazing stories in television in my opinion that is completely buried that has happened in the last 30 years is the fact when the show friends started all the six the six main actors got hired and were paid on their first contract separate amounts. Right. When those contracts were up, they all got together and said, we're all going to negotiate as one. We're all going to not take a contract above or below what the person next to us takes. Right. And you know what the outcome of that was? The show became a hit, and they were making over a million dollars an episode the last two seasons. See, that's called working together. This divide shit up, this to make us all equal, I have to drag you down. It's like when I hear white privilege... It's a privilege for me when I get pulled over for a cop to respect my rights. Okay, as much of a misnomer as that is, I'll run with it for a second. What are you fighting for? Are you fighting for me to still be treated and and, and my rights respected as well as you? Or do you want me to get pulled over and shot because I scratched my nose and the cop was scared of me. Because there's too much of this, well, you get to do this, and this is where we're at, so drag everyone down to us, now we're equal. Draining the lake to where all the boats <laughs> are sitting at the bottom way away, of it. White people
2: solve your problem. <laughs> yeah, draining the
0: lake to where everybody is sitting at the bottom of it, in a boat that's absolutely useless to them now, no matter what size it is, is not equality. But that is, that is this mentality... That these so called progressives have as victories these days. This is a win in the, in the war for equality. Well, if that's your idea of a win, I shudder to think of what true victory is in your end game. Because you're so short sighted with this. I mean, I, I say it all the time. I don't give a fuck about gay rights, women's rights, men's rights, black rights. I give a fuck about human rights. You want to argue about, I'm this religion, I should have this right. Well, I. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Everybody should have the right to worship whatever religion they want, as long as they don't impose on anybody else or break the fucking law. Well, I, I, I think as you know, uh, a black man, I should be able to be pulled over and treated like just like your average white man does. Exactly. Why am I an asshole? Because my rights aren't being violated.
2: Right. And, and to then ask you're that find question, out that cops are just dicks to everyone.
0: Well, see, and that's but that's the fallacy <laughs> of it. That's the fallacy of it, man. It's too many fucking deaf comedy jams comedians in the nineties, you know, little kids staying up watching that shit, and they they, they they put this, you know, this bullshit narrative out there that, oh boy, I drove with my white friends and they talk like shit to the cops. Fuck you, officer. I got my rights, I know my rights. I don't know any white person I've ever been in a car with that got pulled over that did that shit. And, and believe And if they did if- they they got treated the same <laughs> If, if they did, the cops wouldn't probably have a chance to treat them like some hood motherfucker doing the same thing, because I'd have went to jail for assault, because I'd have beat him until yeah. he shut his mouth. I'm not going to jail for nothing. We're all going to jail now, because you opened your cock
1: holster. I'm going to earn my trip. You saw You saw Malcolm X 10 years ago, and you're inspired right now.
0: <laughs> shut mean, up. You know, know, Chris Rock put out when he had the Chris Rock show in the late 90s on HBO, how not to get your ass whooped by the cops.
1: Yes. Have a white friend. (laughs) That was one of them. Don't get out of the car. Don't yell at the cops. Yeah, turn your music down. Yeah.
0: Basically, everything that my parents... Okay, let me stop lying. My dad told me to do. (laughs) My mom was hoping to collect that insurance money. Uh, But, I mean, that was... We everybody laughed and everybody just we knew like every other joke, it spawned from a kernel of truth. It's the truth. If you act a fool, you don't expect the cops to hundred percent of the time put up with your bullshit. Now, what, why have we gone in the span of twenty years from that to I should be able to act however I want, tell cops, uh, no, I'm not showing you my ID. I'm not getting out of the fucking car. I'm not putting out. I'm not getting off the phone. I'm not doing whatever the fuck. And expect them to go. Oh well, I'm sorry, I bothered you. Have a nice day. Because that's that's the that's the that's the flat out lie that we're, is being sold to people. And I mean, I, okay, guys, remember when those fucking idiots were armed to the teeth and they walked into Dearborn Police Station? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know what, my you know what I said when I saw that video? Shoot them motherfuckers! Yeah, shoot them! Shoot them! Kill them! shoot them before they make babies. I just I, seriously. You you walk in locked and loaded, your finger on the trigger, into a police station, carrying more hardware than Rambo, and you expect the cops not to fucking draw down on Mm -hmm. you and threaten your life? You are fucking retarded. You are the same type of retarded that gets pulled over and wants to fucking because you saw Roots the night before.
1: Yeah, no right.
0: (laughs) You ain't gonna listen to massa. And so you're going to get out and show this white boy that he ain't shit, he's hiding behind a badge. Next thing you know, you got six hot ones in you and about four tasers up your ass. You're a fucking idiot. I I don't how is this? How is this wrong? But to go oh, too many too many males, too many this, too many this. It's just horrible. And and we all know it's bullshit. We picked it apart we're not even in the industry and we know how the industry works we all dipped our toe into it to a certain extent some of us a little bit more than others we know how it works It's like anything else money green baby that's the only color that matters in the end and if they think they can make some green off you they will exploit you and run you into the ground it's all there is to it the difference between MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice is Vanilla Ice had a, a better accountant that's it that's it
1: it's racist it's white privilege Get access to better accounts.
0: Their careers were about the same length and time. They're both jokes. I mean, it, it, the difference was, it, I'm sorry, I didn't see Vanilla Ice's 47 fucking room mansion and his 3,000 person entourage and all this shit on cribs all the time. No, someone was clo- was close to him said, look. Take care of your fucking money and cut these fucking hangers on, on off. People that have been there when you were poor, yeah, those are the people you want to stick by you. Those are the people you can trust. All these friends that you make, all these new cousins and 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 uncles and aunts that come out of the woodwork, where the fuck were they when you were fucking eating ramen noodles and living hand to mouth, selling tapes out of a trunk? They weren't nowhere to support you, but for some reason. To even say that is, like Chris said, that's racist. How is that racist? That's good advice. That has no race to it. That has no agenda. That is just be intelligent. I can't, it's why I'm flabbergasted why more people don't just stand up and go, Would you shut the fuck up, Lord? Bitch, you're a solid five from New Zealand who got <laughs> lucky a few times. <laughs> All right? Sh- shut your pasty ass up. Take what money we give you and just go be quiet and be happy about it. The fuck are you protesting? And once again, oh, Grammy's so male. Then bitch, boycott him, and I'll tell you what, take that act over to the Middle East. (laughs) Burka's so oppressive. Go ahead, be my guest. You know, people give Milo shit. That motherfucker went to a gay pride parade in fucking Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he's an asshole, and he's a troll, but he's got balls. He at least puts his money where his mouth is. The fuck is she doing? Bitching from a, f- a position of oh, dare I say it, privilege. Really? Well, use some of that money you made to dry your fucking tears, sweetheart. You'll be fine. Trust me. It's just bullshit, man. And it's we're constantly sucked into this. And it's just uh, okay. And I'm over this. Well, yes, I'm white and I'm a male and I'm straight. I deserve it. I no, I don't fucking deserve it. If I my attitude is an individual on an individual basis is how I deal with people. And if that's how I deal with you, I expect the same in return. And if you don't give me that respect, then fuck you. And I don't think that's that's not bitter. Who hurt you? What women? What woman hurt you? That's not. No, that's bullshit. That is, if I'm going to deal with you on a one-on-one basis, I expect the same back. And how is that wrong to ask? Please, if I'm wrong, let me know. I'm willing to learn. Yeah. This <laughs> is. Sorry, it's a it's, it's very irritating subject to me. Sorry. <laughs>
2: It, here's some breaking news for you The whole uh, You know the pee tape controversy On whether this uh, Whether it even happened Whether a prostitute A Russian prostitute peed on Trump This has been debunked by Jesse w- Waters of Fox News as <laughs> She says If someone pees in the bed Where are you going to sleep? Where are you going to sleep? It's obviously not true that doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, okay. So obviously this is a woman because this is somebody who's never had to sleep in the wet spot. Problem <laughs> solved. <laughs> also, you're just denying that this happens anywhere? Uh, if that, you'd that, want that this, someone to piss and this action on you. just doesn't happen? That people don't pee on other people for somebody's pleasure? If, if you're okay with someone urinating on
0: you and... In- as a sexual act, you're probably not grossed out by sleeping on some dried piss.
2: Does she also, not have an internet connection? What? Also, why would Trump be sleeping in the bed that he fucked the prostitute in? Right? Yeah, he's <laughs> got, got
0: money, his he's, own room. He's got his he's got his sleeping bed. And he's got his golden <laughs> shower it? bed, and they're oh, they're both made of gold.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What is he, some schmuck
2: that works in a cubicle?
0: He kicks Molina out of bed. Go sleep in the piss bed tonight, bitch. Yeah, pissed at you. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't piss. You squirted on me.
2: It's the same thing, Donald.
0: I don't want to hear that shit. Get out of the bed. Go. (laughs) I think that's
2: (laughs) just (laughs) a four chan. I can't believe like there's been lengthy arguments that I've seen on four chan. You know what? People talking about whether what comes out of a woman when she ejaculates is urine or not.
0: And to that I say, I I get it on my face either way. I don't care because I'm a nasty motherfucker. It
2: don't matter to me. Um, I don't know any other way
0: to put it. It, 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 Who gives a shit? The answer is is, who
2: cares? It didn't taste like urine going down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, the rant I just went on, I take it all back.
2: Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, somebody's going to execute us. <laughs> you win.
0: <laughs> we're horrible. You know,
2: yes, I just...
0: I uh, I I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, sure. Let let women have their turn. Go ahead. You Find out how wonderful it is to run the world and everybody hate you just for the virtue of what genitalia you were born with.
2: Right, but you know...
0: know. It, the fallacy You'll never is, know is, what it's how, like to have a dick. How, by the way, how revered is Margaret Thatcher? Didn't they just... Reject putting a statue up of her in her home country. Now, is that sexism?
2: Apparently, England needs to go to diversity training. Not when they're a cunt. I mean, that's documentable.
0: I'm just saying, you know, Miss Iron (laughs) Panties herself.
1: But they love cunts over there.
2: All right. Yeah, that would be a mate.
0: (laughs) Everybody's a fucking cunt. You know, everybody's. Everybody, that's. Man, dude, you just cussed them out. No, that's me, mate. And I'm like, oh, oh." it means something different. No.
2: definitely wasn't a cunt it's like i found found out
0: through kevin smith's uh q a in 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 uh london that he was asking for everybody's what do you guys instead of saying you know because jay said i'm gonna get up in them guts instead of fucking he's like (laughs) what's your what's what's your euphemisms (laughs) for sex and this chick stands up she goes a bit to fanny fun, and he's like, "Fanny fun." He's like, "Wow, you guys are really open sexually over here." And she's like, "What?" Oh, right? You know?
2: Yeah. He thought that she was talking about taking it in the ass.
0: Yeah, and she's like, "No, your fanny is your private part." And he's like, "Right." Oh, see, that's a completely different thing in America. This is why we have issues. <laughs> 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 but but the the chick who stood up, it it cracked me up. The best one was, "Can I get a portion?" And I was like, "Damn." Portion. I like that. Can I? Yeah, like break me off a piece. Let me get a portion.
2: You know, I'm oh. like, all right. Oh. I
1: like that.
2: Part. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh god. Should we end on crazy English sex euphemisms? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm gonna try that one and see if it works. <laughs> yeah. Good. Next time you're next time you're you're really
0: vibing with a chick, ask her for a bit of fanny fun. And, and then, <laughs> She'd be like, I thought I listened to the podcast. I thought you didn't like butt stuff. Like, no, 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 no. I mean in the English way. Well, first
2: of all, asking for sex is for marriage. (laughs) (laughs) What, Uh. the first six months? Because after that it's
0: begging, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Well that's the first step.
0: (laughs) And then and then the final step is just I'm, do I even need to shut the door when I jerk off to internet porn, or are you used to
1: it by now? <laughs> Again, if you, guys, you
0: ain't gonna knock this thing down, I got to.
1: So, I mean, you guys it's, painting a real, real <laughs> rosy picture.
2: I'll, I'll watch your uh, whatever runway challenge show if I can jerk off to it. Guys, painting a
1: real rosy picture for something I'm going to be entering into soon.
0: <laughs> Amen. Right. You'll get to a point where you're like can I just rub it on you while you
2: sleep? You're like, just don't wake me up. You're like, okay.
0: <laughs> you're just rubbing it on her thigh. Right. <laughs> like, clean it. it's, a, it,
2: <laughs> it's a win if she's not mad.
0: <laughs> and, then, and then you're going to have to learn you got to clean up afterwards because they don't appreciate waking up. Like, what is this shit all over my... Ah, oh, what the fuck? You couldn't even get a rag? Like, okay, I, I know kinda, for next
1: I, time. I kind of lucked
2: out in that department. Mm. <laughs> that horrible. Hashtag unregimented, so male. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We
1: don't apologize for it because we only have sponsors. <laughs> okay. But if you feel like tossing a couple bucks, you go to chrisarmedia.net, You hit the donate can, button. My
2: apology can be bought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want me to atone for my sins? Yeah. Here, here's so here's money. <laughs> starts here's a ten starts I'll ten I'll grand. Take it all back. Yeah. <laughs> here's how. Sale. Here's
0: here's how this works. A regiment, episode 223. Proud to announce we got a sponsor, episode 224. Sad to announce Rich has left the show. The, we got the list of what we can't say, and Rich was like, "I'm just not going to do the show, man." There's so wait,
2: I wasn't. What, I wasn't supposed to read that list on the show.
1: <laughs> you know, I did. Th- I was thinking about that the last couple days because you mentioned that on Sporgy like that. If it ever came to it, you'd have to be like, yeah, "I'd have to think about it." At this point, I'm just thinking like, if you approached us, we're we're getting back into like you knew where you bought that shirt territory. Yeah. Like if you came to us. But you know, that's a conversation for another day. But yeah, we got an Amazon link. I'm Click through that. That bridge when we come to that. Yeah. Hey, Toddzilla X Pod, it's back. Check it out. Todd is back. I think he, didn't he rename it? I, yeah, he's I, he's, I, he's I, trying I, I, I try, to. He, he is trying to. Be that guy. Transition to Escape the Cave. Yes. But for right now, as he's getting back the swing of things, he's revamping, rebranding the Toddzilla X. Basically, he doesn't want to lose the feet. So. <laughs> so check that out go to ChristopherMedia.net a whole bunch of other podcasts we partnered up with GothamPodcastStudio.com those guys are in Brooklyn uh, pretty neat business concept uh, there and we're the we're the web space component but uh, so yeah bunch of shit and you know this might sound a little PC but pretty low network not, not just a bunch of middle-aged white guys sitting around shaking our fists Going, damn you, changing world. So, yeah, we stay woke here. <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
0: This is what we do. But it's sorry, Doc. This is not <laughs> how it works. <laughs> I'll <to> tell you. I <laughs> uh, wake up woke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you awake, honey? Corporations exploit our insecurities for profit. Yeah, he's woke as fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, ChrisFermini.net. Just go there, click on things we make it easy. You could subscribe or just hit play. But thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Later.